Hey, all right. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. No long intro today. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. No warm up for us today, man. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel, man. And welcome to Thursday Night Red Pills or Crimson Capsules, as we have to say it over here. All right. Crimson Capsules, the second longest or the first longest running episodic program. Here on YouTube, we got a great show. Let's go ahead and give a round of applause since we didn't give the intro. Shout out to Ice Cube. Shout out to everybody at the NFL Draft. I was going to do an NFL Draft live stream on my sports channel, all right, instead of being over here today. And so Ice Cube is on the stage at the NFL Draft. So is uh, Darren Waller. So is Derek Carr, QB, uh, my QB. And uh, they're doing a draft in Vegas. But the mistake I made is on that channel, I never... Uh, signed up for live streams. I don't know if you guys are a content creator, but you have to sign up to get ready. You, you kind of got to click some buttons to enable live streams. And I didn't do it. So I was like, oh, I didn't do it. So I had to go through the steps to do it. And they were like, oh, in 24 hours, you can live stream. Mm. Well, I was like, well, there goes that. All right. No live stream of the NFL draft today on the CGA Sports channel. So we're back here with more content, another video. And today's subject matter. It's going to be um, women are now saying that some women are saying that these standards that you're constantly hearing about in the dating marketplace are kind of delusional and that women are the problem on the dating marketplace. So what we're going to do today, the channel, it's complicated. So you got a channel called it's complicated. The complicated channel It's complicated channel. I just got a clip from him. Um, shout out to him and his channel. We're going to take a look at a video. Before we get to the main video about the woman saying that um, the, the woman saying that uh, the women are delusional, potentially. And we're going to look at a video of modern women saying that they're all tens. All right. Mm. Now, we've seen them be quite delusional with their uh, uh, standards. Right. And they've been saying for themselves, hey, I'm a 10. This is what I look like. I'm a nine. I'm an eight. And then they're really a 49er or a Butterface or a Busted Pillsbury Biscuit Can. And this normally comes from the amount of attention that they can keep accumulating. And then thus, they equate the attention from dirties and dusties and broke men that they still got it. All right. So we're going to watch this video about women thinking that they are a 10. All right. They all say they're a 10, which is awkward to me because who's a five? Who's a four? Who's a three? Who's a six? Who's a seven? All right, they always say that there are seven. This is why Kevin Samuels took the sevens off. And then they get stuck. Damn, uh, six is too low. Eight is too high. All right, so we're going to watch that. But before we do that, let's acknowledge the brothers that have came into the show earlier, pause, and uh, dropped a little bit of they bag in here. I got money. All right, man. Shout out to you guys. It's Shunti Mun. Shunti Man. Shunti Mun. He says, appreciate your content, Coach. And Coach Gang, we in here today, brothers, and we in here together. Uh, Ricky Webster, I love my coach and also my Coach Gang. French Toast Props do in here. Thank you. Uh, thank you, brothers. Who else is in here? King of Country says, many thanks for your efforts. Much appreciated. I know I'm taking the risk for you, brothers. A lot of you guys think, you know, these thoughts as well. Some of you guys really can't say it. So I understand, brothers. I understand. All right. Who else is in here? Brown310 says Raiders. He says, shout out to the Raiders, LA's real football team. 
Do not get me started on that. This is Raider territory. Los Angeles and Southern California, this is Raider Nation, man. I, they messed up by not sending Los Angeles the Raiders again. All right, but I get it. I understand. All right, the Chargers didn't want that. They were trying to get the hell out of San Diego, and that was the problem. All right, but um, when when you go to games here, if the Raiders are in town, pretty much in, if the Raiders are in town and they're playing the Chargers or the Lambs, all right, it's 80%, 90% Raiders. I don't care what you say. All right, so this is Raider Nation in here. All right. Um, I know. What the hell? People uh, button into my show. All right, who else is in here? All right, that's going to be it. So we're going to play the video from It's Complicated Channel. And uh, what is going on here? I got so many windows open. Don't even know what I'm about to share in the building. Yes, that is the right video right there. So you, I did just rip this clip from them. And I'll play it again just so you can hear. Uh, but um, people, are, he's going to interview people. Fair use. Fair use. I'm going to invoke my fair use privileges. It's been a while since I ran the fair use um, music. But let's go ahead and do it. Let's go ahead and do it. Yes, indeed. Excerpts of copyrighted material may, under certain circumstances, be quoted verbatim for purposes such as criticism, news reporting, teaching, and research without the need for permission from or payment to the copyright holder. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, uh. Yay, 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 yay. Ha, ha, ha. Ho, 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 ho. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and play that little bit of the clip there. Dick. Okay, how is that different than men objectifying women sexually? Damn, that's a good-ass question. I don't have an answer. We really can't provide nothing but pussy on, at the end of the day. That's, that's true. Okay, so then how come when you ask a woman what she brings to the table, that's not her answer? Because they're not being true to themselves. Okay. Interesting. All right. <laughs> her friend right here, the chocolate sister right here, uh, what's going on with these wigs? I have no idea. Uh, sisters, sisters, I got to really ask. And I know, you know, I don't make many videos about BWs, all right? There's another one. Uh, shout out to the BWs. I mean, you know, I'm not one to attack the BW. Let me go ahead and go full screen. I'm not the guy that do this, but I really got to ask. I, I mean, I don't know what it is. I've had a conversation about this recently. What is it? I mean, because listen, I was young at one time. What in the hell is it that continues? Now, you guys can do what you want. Are there any sisters in the building? All right, Queens, because I get on everybody. Oh, disclaimer. Yeah, sizzle says disclaimer. Let's go ahead and run the disclaimer. Uh, let's run this one first. Viewer discretion is advised. You're choosing to watch this content and you were warned. Uh, the next disclaimer, uh, you clicked on my face. You can leave right now. All right. It also says uh, this show does not promote hate or harm or any person of any person based on their gender, race, class, relationship status, and maybe your class. All right. The goal here is to promote healthy choices, especially for men in lifestyle, finances, and um, in emotional health. All right. So, uh, sisters, let's go back to this. I don't know what it is. I mean, what makes you come out of the house the way you do? I mean, I just, not all sisters do this. I know. And you might be appalled at the way I come out of my house, right? I, so I get it. You can judge me all day. I really don't make a lot of effort. You know, like I'm not going to get dressed up in suits. I can. I have suits in my closet. I mean, I just bought three new suits last year. 
you know, because I need to, some days I feel like, you know, I feel, I feel good about myself. I feel good to me, good to me. I, I feel good. So I'll go out and I'll get dressed up, you know, I'll be body about it. But what is it, even when you know that people are going to negatively give you negative attention, right? I mean, is it that you like negative attention? Is it that you like to, 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 to get people riled up and I dare you say something? Listen, I, I, I grew up around you people. Mm. <laughs> I grew up around you people, you know, I have family members. But I'm just trying to understand because those women there that I just played the clip, what is it that made you say, I'm going to wear this colored wig out in public with these long fingered. I mean, listen, you might like it, but what is it? You know, it's going to get people to react. I mean, you're at the airport wearing bonnets, sandals with socks. Um, And then what I do is I look around and I say, do I see any other people like this? You know, because I want to give the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, maybe. Maybe it's a generation thing. So I want to give the benefit of the doubt. And I'll say, okay, you know, maybe I'm a little bit sensitive on the sisters because they look like me. But then I start looking at everybody else. I'm like, well, they not dressed like It's not like they're dressed up, but I'm like, they don't do that. I mean, you're going to always find some that do. I'm like, all right, you have to look long and hard. Pause and say, huh. But then when I look at y'all, I'd be like, what is going on? I really have a question because it's not doing you any favors because what's going to happen is you're going to get ne- negatively stereotyped and you're going to say it's your culture, which it's not, but you're going to say it's your culture. We can do as we want. And then you'll complain. You don't get a job. Nobody likes you. There are people who are stereotyping. I'm really confused. It's a really confusing thing. And I, I do my best. To not try to fit all the stereotypes, you know, I'll take the good ones around here. <laughs> you know, about that long, jong, long dong. <laughs> oh, they'll say I'm tap dancing and all this stuff. I don't own sisters. Matter of fact, you ain't none of my sisters in here. Mm. All right, my sisters don't be, do that. I mean, I try to. If they do, I'm like, hey, you don't know me. It's one of the most confusing things. It's kind of like, you know, I don't I don't know, man. It's one of the things that's mind-boggling. You know, men do this too, by the way, sagging pants. I don't know. The sagging pants is it's just disgusting to me. I, I don't get it. I mean, we used to sag a little bit, but now they are completely, they got their whole ass out. I don't get that. What is that? What is that? I'm, I'm really, you know what? I've done enough shuffling for the day. Let's go ahead and. Continue the movie right here. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Do they want they bunghole stuff? Pause. I mean, why is your ass out? This is a male for the males. Like, like there was a guy today. I was watching. He was doing some dance. I guess he's a boxer or something like that. And his whole, I'm like, even he got his ass out? Like, why? Like, why do you have your ass out with your underwear out? And you professional, let me see. I'm not, I don't even know the guy's name. I know the guy's name. I've heard of him before. I'm going to tell you what his net worth probably is. I'm not going to say who he is because I don't want no beef. No, that's not him. 
Let me see here. I don't want no beef with people. What what is the dude's name? Oh, here he is right here. Um, I'm going to tell you what his net worth is. Net worth. The, the gentleman I'm talking about. Six million. They say he's worth six million. Man, he wasn't that. Wow. He's only five, six, two. Boy, I tell you, man, he looked much bigger on the video. Pause. But he had his whole draws out showing on an Instagram. I'm like, why? <laughs> Just like, oh my goodness, people, people might have saw the video that I'm talking about. Mind-boggling. I don't get that. Like, why? Somebody explain. <laughs> I'm not saying his name because then he'll try to put pause on me. All right, I'm not trying to get my pause put on me. He's five ten in heels. Oh, man. All right. Let's get back to the video. I don't know. Maybe I just that just was on my mind today. Oh, you know who else is on my mind? Sisters, you've been on, on my mind. Sister. All right. Here it is right here. The opinions captured in these videos do not necessarily reflect reflect the views of the creator. And I would they say so, too. That's an excellent slide there. All right. This who is, is from better at self-improvement, men or women? Self-improvement, definitely women. All right. Uh, man, even though I like the junior college, these girls can't come up in my crib. None of these girls can come up in my crib, for real. I mean, I might let them, I might ski down the back of their throat all the way in the, in the back of a car or something like that. But they not coming to the crib. All right, so women are, women, women. Okay, rate yourself on a scale of one to ten. Tens across the board. Oh, period. Period. Okay. I mean, it, you know, you can see the insecurity there raining through. She's definitely doesn't. She knows she's not a 10. Uh, she's out. I don't know, man. And the, uh, 10's across the board. Stop. Isn't saying you're a 10 admitting there's no room for improvement? No, no, no. not at all. Isn't okay. the first step towards improvement admitting you're not perfect? You're right. Yes. We were perfect. We just said we, we just were, were 10s. Tens. That doesn't, you didn't say that being on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being perfect. So oh, boy. <sighs> This is what y'all deal with. This is what y'all deal with cold approaching. And I'm going to probably do a show about uh, guys that tend to have these philosophies about cold approaching. You guys attract the worst women. You guys get with the worst women. All right. The worst attitudes, the most bipolar, the delusional. Not to say that I don't, but you guys always are with the worst women. Well, well, what would be what would be perfect then on a scale of one to ten? There is no perfect, really. Isn't the first step towards improvement admitting you're not perfect? Yes. Yes. 100%. So then why would you admit that you're a 10, which is perfect? Because you should feel in your own way that yeah. you are perfect yeah, you because that's confidence. That because that's manifesting that you are a 10. <laughs> okay. Manifesting, you should feel. You should feel. Now, you know, when they go home, they look at themselves and they dissect themselves like crazy, right? They know they're not a 10. They're manifesting their a 10. They're hoping you believe that they're a 10. So they don't believe, they don't think they're a 10. They're manifesting that they're a 10. And they're hoping that the top quality men sees them as 10s. But if you look at these two, they're nowhere near 10s. I mean, they're they're nowhere near it. All right. Uh, six and below. This one right here is a 49er for sure. This one that she hovering around five and six. She's plain Jane, which I don't mind at all. But, you know, she's trying too hard. She don't have to try this hard. 
12. Isn't saying you're a 12 admitting there's no room for improvement? Oh, you got me. No. No, that doesn't. No, because, I mean, the universal scale. You got to yeah. speak in the microphone. Is it universal scale? We're talking about like 20, right? Right. <sighs> ladies, I know y'all watching this. I know y'all watching this, ladies. What in the hell? Like, this is what men have to deal with. And this is what you have to deal with when you cold approach them because you're giving them the validation and attention they need to tell you that she's a 10, all right? Because if you go up to her and you ask her for a number because you think she's an easy target, she automatically can raise the price in her mind. Oh, if you want me that bad, I'm going to raise the price. We all know she's not a 10, the, the brown-haired girl. We can see clearly she's not a 10. She might be a 10 in hedgehog, situation but they always got to sell you and do all of these trickeries and all of this stuff well i did a manifest i'm a 12 look come on man look at her arms her arms come on man and then this one right here didn't even try this morning all right so uh she got her tlc shirt on so like there's always room for improvement we just think highly of ourselves yeah. but there's always room for improvement we just how do you how? think highly of ourselves well isn't the first step towards improvement admitting you're not perfect no, it just means that there's room to grow, right? Yes. It just means that there's room to, to grow. grow. I say we're perfect. We just said we think highly of ourselves. Yeah. Okay, but how highly is too highly? There's never, not there's never, not a limit. Now, you know, there's no way in the world. Look at these shoulders. There's no way in the world she thinks she's a 10 in real life. Right? Come on, man. There's not a limit. There's never, there's there's never not a limit. too much. You don't, there's not a level to where I think so highly of myself that it doesn't even, it doesn't exist. Yeah. It's not there. I think people, everybody should think highly yes. of themselves. You, you should, should too. All the way yep. on the outer you space. You should have the most. See, we didn't ask all that. We didn't ask what you think you should. We didn't ask what you think you should feel like. We asked, what do you rate yourself? And be honest. This one's a slow Tuesday. She definitely in the gore uh, category. Definitely. That definitely will be a slow Tuesday. All right. But here we go. Okay. What, in the sky. What, is, what is more attractive to you? Somebody that's down to earth and doesn't take themselves too seriously or somebody who walks around and thinks they're all that? Um, I like both. I mean, no, I would it's like a mixture of both. It's, it's like it is a mixture of both. You want someone who thinks highly of themselves, but, but also knows how to. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, this is, I mean, they'll never give you a straight up answer. Can I get one or the other? They'll never give you a straight up answer. Well, you know, no, no, no. Give me one or the other. I don't know. Well, you, what you should do is you should mix. Decision making is a very difficult task, all right, because then they can't make a decision, so then they'll be on the hook for it. So they'll always play these reindeer games. How can you be both? Aren't they aren't they contradictory? Very possible. Yeah, like, look at that one. Like you know, I think I'll <laughs> myself, and I'm hella goofy and down to earth at the same time, and I'm single. So what a shock! What a shock! Know that we know that we're not better than anybody else. Okay, is it possible to improve without taking accountability? No. Yeah. No. Is it possible to improve without taking accountability? No. You have to be self-aware and accountable for it. What's okay. the last mistake you took accountability for? Yeah. What's the last mistake you took accountability for? Boy, it's rough out here for you single young guys. Um, damn. <laughs> look at this one right here. She look like she, she straight out of Jersey Shore. Uh, what's the last mistake that you took accountability for? You guys know it's never their fault. Never their fault.
ever, ever. I talked about this today. You're not going to hear them say, you know, I really messed up in that last relationship. The last mistake I took Probably accountability for? Always being late. <laughs> okay. The smugness. Why, uh, why is it often said that women are notoriously late? Cause because we, it takes a long time, time to look yeah. good, boo. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have so much to do. We have to, like, do our hair, our makeup. Procrastination, yeah. basically. Well, why not just start getting ready earlier? Procrastination. Okay. All right, so she, she finally, this one right here, um, she thinks she's too smart for her own good. Uh, she definitely is the ringleader. Without this one, these two would be nothing. All right, so she actually boosts their self-esteem and confidence when she's not around. I mean, what do they call her? She's the alpha. But she, these two are nothing without her. All right, and so they tag along with her to get whatever she can get because she's gonna open her mouth. Um, uh, procrastination. So this is basi basically um, her admitting it more or less. Okay, and now you have these two um, admitting to something that is a low quality characteristic, and eventually they're gonna get fired from their job. And what's going to happen is then they're going to play the victim. Well, they fired me for coming in late 50 times. Yes, you, you forgot the 50 times. Okay. Um, how, if you were on a first date, how long would you wait for a man who was late? Uh, I wouldn't wait. You're if you're late, Honestly, past it, 10 minutes, I would say if they're communicating with me, yeah. I give yeah. 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. with I give like 10, 15 fine. minutes. Yeah, if they're communicating. As long as there's like letting me know what's up. Okay. When preparing for a special night out on the town, how much consideration do you give towards being on time? None. I have 15 minutes to make it to a club, so, and I still got to go change and get ready. Zero. Zero. Zero? Zero. Why is it often said that women are notoriously late? Because they we take have fucking hours no, to get No, we have more they stuff to do. do. Okay, this is the second young lady that said they have more stuff to do. But then when I look at them, most of the stuff they're doing, it means nothing. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal. Like, whatever they do with this little, what is these baby hairs? Whatever they're doing with this, y'all need to stop doing that. Just go on and brush it back and show that bald spot, all right? You know, y'all don't want to show that bald spot right there, that male pot and that alopecia. Just go on and brush them back, and you be good. Nobody cares about all of that wax you didn't put on your hair and all the colors and all the makeup. Nobody really cares. Just come out, man. I mean, just show who you really are. You know, women before Max Factor, they couldn't just put all that makeup on. You know, they had to actually look like what women look like, which is not that impressive, gentlemen. All right. It's not that impressive without all of this miracles of modern science. If you guys remember, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can get a smaller screen here. Let me stop share um, what's going on here. If you've been a part of a Kojic church, Church of God in Christ, a Pentecostal church, um, or if you grew up in the old olden days, um, many of the women uh, back then didn't use, they were forbidden from using all of that makeup, you know, vamping, they would call it. These women were vamps and you'd be liable to, um, you'd be liable to bump into women like that. And they look like this. All right. You know, this is what some of them really look like, you know, if they just, <laughs> if that, this is what they really look like if they just came out of the house, you know what I mean? Without all of that. Crazy stuff. Okay, but I love all that makeup. This is what they look like right here, you know? This is what they look like right this. You know what I mean? They look like, you know, they look like they father's uh, little 12-year-old son. That's what they look like, you know, with, with longer hair. Don't let them chop their hair off. 
they look like the 12 year old son or something like that. Oh, you know, when you really see it, you really see it when you uh, and I've done this because I've been around here. I'm not dissing them. But women who like women, sometimes when as they age, they wear very little makeup. And you start to see them being weathered really quickly. You know, you see the crow's feet. They don't care. They're not making it up. And then many times, you know, they you see their jawline. It, they look like almost semi-attractive boys, pause. You know what I mean? Like they still have some feminine features, but they just be like, they be coming out extra weathered. And they just let it go and they don't put makeup or moisturizer on. They be ashy and stuff. They come out and you're looking at them like, uh, you kind of handsome. <laughs> but anyway going back to the video so they she's saying we 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 got to get ready we got to do all this and that but look but look to do what what is she doing we have more stuff to do all they have they to do, do is feet, take a shower nails, hands a they want to wax that coochie before they get, get out they want to do all types of shit. We have way more shit to do. They don't have nothing to do besides take a shower. Hair already cut. Throw an outfit on. We're just always late because we, we do so much when we're trying to get somewhere. Like, when we're getting ready, we dance and sing. And it's like we haven't done anything. Okay. Um, I often hear the, the excuse to be fashionably late, right? Why is fashionably late a thing when women are capable of being on time for a job? I don't think it's an excuse. Why do modern women have more of a problem submitting to a husband than they do submitting to an employer? This is a good question. And this is a question that many men have asked in this sphere. Why is it that you guys are readily uh, able to submit to employee employers who keep you more in prison? They chain you to a desk basically for eight hours. They tell you when you can go take a piss and they tell you, give you a list of things to do. And then when it comes to husband, no, I mean, I'm, I'm curious as to hear their answer here. What was the question? In other words, why do women why do women think they are free when they serve their employers but slaves when they serve their husband and children? Because the employers give us money. Our husbands give us headaches. All right. The employer gives us money. Master gives her money. You know, when master come calling, girl, come in here and warm that bed up. Here she come. And husbands are for headaches. So men don't give you money? I thought men were providers. They are, but I know for sure I'm going to get paid on the first of 15. I don't know with him. You know, provision is basically overlooked. This is why a lot of marriages break down, because the provision is one of those things where uh, you do it and you give and you give and you give and it's not enough. And even if I mean, even if she can put a number on it, it's not enough. It's taken for granted. So if it's long as it's a paycheck, they give the pay, they accept the paycheck from the guy. They know what the number is. And then they're less likely to complain. This is why this is why I got money. Just pay them. Just pay them. Because they're not going to appreciate the rest of the stuff that you're supposed to do. See, you're supposed to do it. Just give them the money in these streets okay what's one thing you wish men understood better about women catcalling it's not it's not there's appreciated a there's a difference from being creepy and then just trying charming. to like, yeah, being charming and complimenting catcalling yeah. is not complimenting not. okay so these ladies of the night today all right 
Surfing USA, the flatbacks have showed up. These young women said they're getting catcalled. I'm sure they are. People are trying to pick them up for a quickie because they probably think they're dumb. Um, they might be halfway right with one or two of them. Uh, but now they're complaining about catcalling, and then they're trying to differ differentiate creepy and catcalling and respectful conversation, which I'd be curious to figure out what that is. Okay. What does the behavior of approaching a woman respectfully look like? It looks like a man coming up to you and just giving you a literally a normal compliment. Like you're out. Oh boy. They're they're gonna dig themselves a hole. You know they're gonna dig themselves a hole. Oh, just a man coming up and give you a normal compliment. Oh, that should be good, but obviously they're gonna put that in the creepy zone. Just wait. And also probably talking to you about yourself other than talking to you about your looks. Yeah. Yeah, but you spent all day getting ready in the bathroom for your looks, but you don't want people to compliment you on your looks. Oh boy, uh, this is what happens when you, you know, you have this, 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 this type of people are not logical. Nothing's gonna make sense. They're gonna dig a hole, and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. A woman once explained this to me, and I'm passing this on to you. I want you men to understand. I'm gonna pass this on to you. The reason why. Women will contradict themselves, and the reason why they will uh, not make sense, even in the same sentence, is simply because they never think before they talk. Men typically think about what they're going to say before they open their mouths, right? And so we'll put together thought after thought after thought. Women typically aren't going to do that. They're going to speak from emotion about how they feel. So at that moment, let's just say three hours prior. At three hours prior, they felt this way. But three hours later, they feel a different way. So it makes no sense for them to put together thoughts because they know they can change their mind like the wind changes directions. So now, at this point, if you ask her something, she's going to go off of how she feels. And this is how she feels. And then a second later, 10 seconds later, she'll contradict herself because neither one of them makes sense. She's never put the thoughts together to say, let's make this make sense. No, she's just going to speak from her emotions. All right. And so this is when you're dealing with women sometimes. This is sometimes why they come off not so bright. All right. If they come off not so bright, it's not because they're necessarily not bright. It's because they never put the thoughts together. All right. And you're having interaction with them and they're just they're all over the place because it's never a really concise, logical conversation that can draw a conclusion. They're just going to keep going all over the place. And this is why sometimes they, they're long-winded, all right, because they're not going, oh, let me share the conversation. Like, I'm being long-winded now. And it's a little frustrating to men. So this is what's happening right now. They just, they're going to contradict themselves right now. Yeah, and what you look matters, like. Instead of being like, damn, girl, that ass is fat. How about be like, wow, like you're a beautiful woman. You just said, okay, this one just said, do not compliment me on looks. I'm sorry, maybe the second one, the redhead, the fake redhead, just said, don't compliment me on looks. But this one went straight to the looks. But then ass is not part of looks. You, I'm pretty sure you poking and swinging your ass on TikTok and poking it out on Instagram. All right. But they just contradicted themselves. But not really because they're three separate thoughts. We got to treat them separately. Um, she definitely is on sloppy yogurt time. Makeup looks nice. Yeah. Something, something like, like that. that. Other Your makeup looks nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Your makeup looks nice. Something that they spent time on. Other than complimenting your physical. If a man 
gives you a compliment and a woman gives you a compliment, does it have different meaning to you if it's the exact same compliment? Yes. If a woman yes. gives it to me, then it means way more. If yeah. a man gives oh, it to yeah. me, I'm like, a compliment from, from a man means literally nothing, but a compliment from a woman means a lot. Now that's Everything. something. But what if he compliments you on something other than your looks? It, it still means nothing. I mean, you said it meant something last time. Now it means nothing. Oh boy. So what advice would you give to a man who maybe wants to come up and say something nice without being perceived as creepy? Uh-oh. Now they got to think because they've already contradicted themselves and they dug themselves a hole. They dug themselves in a hole because they just gave us, don't say this and don't say that. But now, okay, what does a guy say? We can't compliment you on this, that, this, and that. All right, you're good. Now, what does he say without looking creepy? Mm. Oh, they're lost now. Let's hear it. Approach a woman nicely, say... I just want to let you know you're beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you just said, don't compliment me on my looks. Instead of just like, maybe you could, or, maybe or if she's into don't, it, maybe if she's into it, stand there, wait a second. But if you could tell she's like, mm, like then, then walk away. Also, yeah. Go into it, like not thinking that you're going to get something get out of it. Yeah, Y'all still want a cold approach over here, huh? Y'all still want a cold approach. This is what y'all doing. This is what y'all up against. This is why y'all end up with crazies and toxic people. They're they're out of their mind. What are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. Do women often find attractive men cute and romantic when an ugly one doing the exact same thing is creepy? Honestly, yes. <laughs> it's there you go. Probably rude, but yes. So there you go. So there you go. All of that stuff went out the window when the guy was attractive versus when he was ugly. Let's watch it again. Out of it. Yeah, right yeah. Do women often find attractive men cute and romantic when an ugly one doing the exact same thing is creepy? Honestly, yes. <laughs> it's probably rude, but yes. So then isn't it entirely subjective? Yes. So then if so, why should a guy even bother trying to be romantic unless the woman already shows interest? Well, I think it, it depends on the girl also. Yeah. Like, it depends on who yeah, you I are. Yeah, I mean, if an ugly man came up to me and was like, you're beautiful, I'd be like, thank you so well, much. Well, aren't you also saying that it depends on the guy? Man, these people had all this time. They deal with this on a regular basis, and they literally can't even make this make sense. They're stuck. They literally can't make it make sense. And it's the easiest thing. They deal with this all the time. And what they should be is honest. Look, we don't want the ugly, creepy dudes talking to us. Just the handsome chads. Let's just say that. And she tried to insinuate that and say, oh, well, I don't want to be rude. Let's just say that. If don't, Do not let no ugly dudes come up and talk to me. Period. Yeah. yeah, it depends on the guy. It does. But, but be like honest. she said, like if an ugly guy comes up to me and is like, oh, like you look very beautiful. Then... Someone that she thinks ugly, but let's say I don't think they're ugly, that's the difference. That's so, like, yeah. attractive. Everyone is has scale. Yeah. yeah beauty, beauty is in the, the eye of the beholder. <sighs> this is why I say. I got money. <laughs> Man. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> I'm you look like no. a freshman. 
This is why I just pay, bro. Somebody said, why no clown music? Yes, goodness. Oh, my gosh. You guys are in trouble out here. And this is Generation Z. Look, this beauty is an eye to be helping. They think they said something clever. Wow. Holy moly, boy. Guys are in trouble. Women will often say things like, all men cheat or men only want one thing. Are women more likely to accept negative generalizations about men than they are about women? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why is that? I think so, because a lot of guys just... A lot of Man, who is approaching her? Who's dealing with this woman right here? Please let me know. I mean, even on a slow Tuesday, you 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 dumpster diving at this point. You guys are different there is like a 50 percent of them that are like good like they just they're really nice and respectful but there's other like ones that just don't have that and they like they do whatever the fuck they want and <laughs> okay act a fool okay but why is it when it comes to calling out female behavior it depends on the woman because women are weird as well yeah, women do the same shit. There's some shicey ass girls out here. Well, at least they admit that. Vegas, especially. Especially okay. in Vegas. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to hear nothing about Vegas got hot chicks, man. No. Yeah, a lot of them are on my channel, but you're not you're not one of them. So <laughs> people in Vegas is a mess. They're a mess. If women don't need men, why do women date men? For their own pleasure. What do you mean? <laughs> we don't need them. But we want them. We want the attention. We like the attention. Oh, the attention. She admits it. We know this, though. Uh, I don't know. Maybe procreation, boredom, um, the need to not be alone. <laughs> well, why not just date a woman? <laughs> I, hey, I, I do that. So I That's not a surprise here. I was going to call that out. So um, I think she does prefer women over men. It's not a big deal, though. I don't. <laughs> I've coached enough women's basketball and women's sports to know that she's she's on the woman's side. I don't know. Okay, well, why not just date a woman? Because I'm not into different that. Attention. Okay, so why do women date men? Because <laughs> they have a penis. <laughs> okay. I mean, we know this, but who is slamming down this woman? Who's smashing this? See, this is what I got to understand. I want to see you pull. I've seen you brothers pull up. With some busted, busted Pillsbury biscuit can. So if women want dick. Who hitting that? Who hitting this? Somebody tell me. How is that different than men sexually objectifying women? Yeah, we're creepy over here. How's that different? And, uh. <laughs> because women have more feelings i mean they do yeah. that but their feelings come behind it where men they just uh if women don't need men so they didn't say nothing about feelings they wanted the deals nick all right but now all of a sudden we got feelings and why i'm do skipping him question i don't have an answer we really can't provide nothing but pussy on at the end of the day that's true okay so then how come when you ask a woman what she brings to the table that's not her answer because they're not being true to themselves. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> right. Oh, so there it is, out of the mouth of babes here. And again, who's hitting these people, man? I'm. I mean, I know, man. They're slow Tuesdays and all of this. I mean, wowzers. I would not even. I mean, I've had my dumpster diving days, but man. All right. 
but at least she's being honest about the what you bring to the table. She's one of the ones that would be cool to kick it with, you know what I mean? Like one time, one time, and then she started, you know, smoking the uh, black and miles and stuff, and then you got to go. You like, oh, she pull out the henny, the black and mild, she pull out the jungle juice. It's time to go. Um, so why do women complain about being sexually objectified when you think that the, the JJ is pretty much all they're bringing? How are these hard questions? You know why it's hard? Because they got to find a way to manipulate. See how this woman here? Never trust this woman, by the way. She's cool. She'll be cool. She might stab somebody for you. All right. For 50 bucks, maybe 100. All right, she'll run to go get the weed from the weed dude for you so you don't get popped. All right, but now they're trying to figure out how to manipulate. Oh, how do we, and this is why you can't get a straight answer from them. It's common sense. You are objectifying yourselves. You hate when men objectify you, but then you hate when men don't give you attention. And then you objectify yourself on Instagram for attention. But then when you say um, you, you don't like the objectification, men are creepy. What's going on? That's a good question. Wow. Um. Good question. Yeah. Man. Next question, Steven. You don't have an answer? Okay. Oh, wow. All right. Do you think a woman's body count matters in dating? No. Well, yes. Okay. When guys, when guys. This woman right here, like who, how many, what's her body count? And you'll be surprised. It's up there. Guys, guys look at it. Yes, because. For females to have sex, we have to give them consent, right? Yes. Okay, so it's so when a guy has sex with a female, it's he 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 scored basically. Okay. So, so she again, remember they don't put thoughts together prior. So she's absolutely right. What she's saying is it's harder to get women. So for men to get one, it's an achievement. For women to give it, it's not much of an achievement. They can do it easily. So yeah, she's absolutely right. She's the only one being truthful here. It's unladylike. For a woman to go sleep with several guys, you know what I mean? Because back in the day, women didn't sleep with someone, or they didn't even lose their virginity. They they got married, virgins. Uh, he's somewhat truthful. I mean, I think people got have a miss uh, a skewed sense of history, which they think everybody was like that. Not everybody was like that, guys. We've had flappers. We had um, we've had women who worked as secret agents, sex 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 agents. Right. This is all mythology sometimes yes in smaller communities yes but around the world and especially in big cities um in the past even in the past 100 years ago women's was 304s man women were 304s back then too all right they've had uh they call it the oldest profession for a reason so not all women waited waited to they uh, got married to have sex unless they were middle class uh agrarian agricultural agricultural people small town women uh women in the church Pastors, like, but other than that, it was not as you think. You know what I mean? So that's how it's been. So that's that's already been like the stigma for women. So when dudes do it, it's already okay because it's been okay for so long. They have prostitution going on all the way back when Jesus was there. Alive, you go. You know I mean? yes. So that's why people still make it okay today. Yeah, it definitely matters. We like to say it doesn't, and it shouldn't, but it does. Now, the fact that you also like women, does it matter to lesbian women the same way that it matters to men? No. That's interesting. How do you, like, explain the difference there? I feel like a lot of times, like, when it comes to that, it's the idea of you being, like, 
more experienced. Not saying that people are against like messing with like a first time person, but that's such a like emotional attachment experience if I'm the first person taking your virginity. Well, if you come across somebody that's already like know what they're doing, then yeah, you're kind of a little bit more comfortable with that. So I don't know why that's different with those two, but I know in the queer community, it's definitely a little different. Yeah, uh, she's she's right about that. But the the queer community does they do like to turn people out too. Uh, so they do like you know there is a great pursuit of men and women. I, I know on the men on the women side since I was around a lot of uh, lesbian women, they do like to turn women out. Like women that I, they call it something specific. I can't remember. Um, but they will go after people for a fresh turnout to flip them. It's something like that. But um. At least sometimes you, if, if you're talking to somebody like this, she'll be more honest than a woman who is heterosexual because she's still trying to protect her virtue and whatnot. Well, if a woman's body count doesn't matter, why would a woman ever slut shame another woman? Because females are haters. <laughs> okay, so this woman right here, uh, she's been gangbanging for I don't even know how long. She's the most honest one of them. I mean, then the lesbian, the black chick, she was the most honest one too. Um, that's because you're not getting anything from them and probably their looks are on a low, low scale. So she's absolutely right again, right? She hits it out of the park. Again. Maybe it's definitely a little different. Well, if a woman's body count doesn't matter, why would a woman ever slut shame another woman? Because females are haters. <laughs> they be hating on each other. Well, if women don't even trust other women, then why should men trust women? Great question. Because like I said, we provide the vajayjay. Okay, this woman's honest, but the questions he's asking, shout out to him, is absolutely right. Great backup question, and I've always asked that question as well. I'm like, you guys hate each other. If if you hate each other, why should I like you? If you disrespect each other, why should I disrespect you? If you don't trust each other, why should I trust you? I've always asked that. And you can put that across the board on anything, on race, gender, uh, class, Whatever it is. Oh, wait, you don't even like each other. Why should I like you? You don't even respect each other. Why should I respect you? All right, great question. Okay. Well, if women provide the JJ and men provide the resources, how is dating not just a loose form of prostitution? Oh, it is. Oh, my God. This woman right here is killing it today. She's like, I ain't trying to play nothing. No games. Never said it was. Okay. Ooh. So then why? Well, she knows she's been in these streets. In these streets. This is a great question. Let's hear it again. If women provide the JJ and men provide the resources, how is dating not just a loose form of prostitution? It is. I never said it wasn't. Okay, so then why do women get offended when you call them prostitutes? Because they hate getting told the truth. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Woo! My goodness. Oh my gosh. Look how she looked into the camera. Oh my goodness. And and she's not wrong. Anybody that's offended, she out here getting the facts. Red Pill, what's her name? What's her name? Whatever her name is. Carmen, I can't read that chain down there. All right. I still I wish she was attractive. I, I can't smash though. I can't smash because she, you know what's up. Interesting. Why do women hate being told the truth? Because we are very hard-headed and we don't like to listen. <laughs> I think a lot of women have a hard time admitting. When they're wrong and they just want to win the argument, even though, and then you go so far <laughs> to the point of no return where you're just like, um, I just have to be right. 
Yo, see, th- dude, I'm telling you, man, I've been I've been around lesbian women for a long time. And the, the best thing about them is they many times they don't play no games. They they get right to the point is like they they know what up. They know what's up for the most part. And she's absolutely right. She was like, man, we don't like to lose the argument. Then we go too far. And then all of a sudden they're way over here and the police are there. You go into court, domestic violence. And they're, oh, OK, I gave up the ghost. This is what Megan Thee Stallion is going in. When they're wrong and they just want to win the argument, even though, and then you go so far <laughs> to the point of no return where you're just like, I'm, I just have to be right. I don't know why it's a hard thing. Aren't men more likely to concede even if they're not wrong? Oh, yeah. Why do we have the expression being the bigger man? I, you know, I don't know. So why is it often said that women are more agreeable than men? I think... We're agreeable, but in a different way. How so? Um, I feel like, like you said, with that, to, like, please a partner. But I feel like women are people pleasers, like, just regular in their everyday life. Like, I will see myself or see other women, whether it's, like, in the workforce, whether it's when it comes to being a parent, whether it's your relationships with other women. Um, We'll just kind of take a backseat just to be like, okay, cool. Like, whatever, we'll go with the flow with that. But I feel like... Yeah, when it comes to men with their partners, they'll concede first. But I don't know about, like, their interactions with other men if that's the case. Well, how can you be a people pleaser if you also need to be right? <laughs> it's a double-edged sword. People are complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, One thing about bisexual and lesbian women that you might, might understand, I'm not telling you to cavort with them or anything, but they have to deal with women, too. Many times they have to deal with the same BS that you deal with on dating apps. They have to deal with the same stuff you deal with on dating. Uh, They have to deal with the same things you deal with with cohabitation. We gave you the statistics on domestic violence with bisexual and lesbians. It's exceedingly high. It's the highest of any cohabitating couples there are, two women living together. It's And the emotional abuse is significantly much higher. So many times if you're talking to a bisexual woman and you're talking to a lesbian woman, you're going to more likely get honest answers about relationships because they have to deal with women too. And they dealt with toxic femininity, right? They've dealt with those issues that we dealt with. So they're not going to, they're not going to beat around the bush, but if you're dealing with a heterosexual woman, she's still trying to protect and she's still trying to blur the line. Now I'm not telling you, you got to be in bed with them, but I'm just telling you, if you really wanted to hear the truth, they dealt with women too. And um, there's no way that they can lie in here. All right. So great video on that one. Shout out to the It's Complicated channel. And he has 97.3K subscribers. So he's almost to 100K. Go ahead and hit him. Go ahead and hit him with a subscribe to get him over to 100K. Now, without further ado, let's go ahead and get these Super Chats done. All right. Um. Where we at here? Uh, <laughs> Rob Sawyer. These queens are delusional. Google queens with the A and you're welcome. All right, let me look it up real quick. Q-U-E-A-N. Queens? Queen. Oh. It says an in, wait, in, impudent or ill-behaved girl or woman. AKA a prostitute. That's what a queen is. Q U E A N. Uh oh, somebody just messed up. It means a prostitute. I did not know that. Did the pimpin' know that? A hussy. 
a shoe, an imputed woman, an overly an overly forward imputed woman. Uh oh, I don't know if anybody knew this. A boisterous or disres or something woman, a woman now is um, especially an impudent or disreputable woman, a prostitute. Interesting that Queens. Wow, that's interesting. Thank you for that bit of information. Joseph Norris, shout out to the Bills Mafia country, one and only. Shout out to that quarterback. You got a great quarterback over there. And um, Bills ain't going to do Nathan. All right, but anyway, shout out to you. Uh, Shot X says, Coach, I saw a bad chick. Then I thought of you saying that she's for community use. I saw her. I saw she was driving a Benz. Then I thought to myself, I wonder how she got that. <laughs> Glad I don't cold approach. Um, she's got that, but it's, did you look on the inside of that Benz? All right. Was it a C-class? What is the C-class Benz? Uh, you guys got to know, man. They ain't executives. Most of the time, they're not executives. They don't have good jobs. I mean, that car payment probably ain't even right. Though. So, But somebody gave it to her. All right. Uh, Leo K, in the mind of a hamster gentleman, this video was brutal. It was brutal looking at that. And this is why, man, I can't have long conversations with people. Um, because that's what it turns out to Maryland guy coach. You ain't lying. I've never met one woman whom I could have a good conversation with that doesn't turn back to talking about herself. Yep. It's always going to go back to that. And this is why sometimes, uh, when they will say, they will tell you, Oh, good communication, good, good, good communication matters. And they, they will filibuster the entire conversation. They're not looking for good communication. They're looking for you to listen to them talk about themselves. And I don't want to deal with it, but you know what they're very good at? Is making you believe they're including you in the conversation. So let me give you an example. I break down human behavior really well. I've lived this life around a couple of times. I'm reincarnated. So this is how women make you feel included in the conversation when when you're having conversations with them, what they'll do is they'll ask you a question about a subject matter she wants to talk about. Okay, so this is clever planning on them, and they learn this very young. So they'll say, hey, what was the last great movie you saw? Now, you think she's asking about the last, asking you about the last great movie you saw. But what she wants to do then is have you ask her back after you're done talking so she can then filibuster about the last great movie she saw, the meaning of it, why you should see it. Maybe you can take her there, all right, over and over and over again. She's going to take the damn thing, all right, all over the place. And maybe this movie has meaning that she's trying to tell you about to get you to watch it because there's something in there that she wants you to see. This is what's happening. This is how they use conversation. And what I, I keep reminding you, they've been doing this since they were toddlers. They've been doing this since they were trying to get their daddy to play in their little tea set. They've been doing this since elementary school. They've been doing this since middle school. So it's a smart way to get you to be included. Hmm, what is your favorite thing to eat? What is your favorite restaurant? She wants to tell you what her favorite restaurant is and why you should take her ass there. I mean, this is basically human behavior, and they're good at it, and this is why they think you're included. Uh, this is why you think they're including, uh, be, you're being included, 
but they are just setting you up for you to come back. So this is how you stunt on them. This is how you basically stunt them in their tracks. Whatever they ask you, give your answer and then just wait. What's your favorite movie? Oh my gosh, my favorite movie is Back to the Future. And then go about doing what you were doing. And now, she's going to be caught. But it's not going to catch her 100%. But it is going to say, damn, he didn't even ask me back. So I can't even put my two accent in. I already know what she's trying to do. Just wait. Just be short. Just wait. I know what the hell you're doing. And then eventually she'll say, well, you know, my favorite movie is. And then she'll get to do what the hell she wanted to do. All right. So some women will figure it out after about five or 10 seconds. Damn, he didn't even ask me back. But then what's going to happen is he doesn't have a good conversation. He's dry. He's boring. <laughs> There's somebody in here. I got the um, I got the time out for a minute. I keep seeing what's going on here. So. So you got basically don't fall for the game. Don't ask them no questions back. <laughs> but they're going to call you a non-conversationalist. You're boring. You don't have, oh, what's your favorite movie back? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> now I get to talk about what I want to talk about. What's your favorite thing to do? So she can come out after you got done. I love horseback riding, going to the gym. I like traveling. <laughs> Jesus. And that's you. Dating is useless. Shout out to Q Time with the money. I got money. Justin Gonzalez, a person on Quora, I believe that is, asked if uh, if she should get more money or get herself a husband. I am a single mom with three kids. Someone said, get your bag, forget the man. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> this woman's gonna be broke. She's going to be broke relatively quickly. Eddie's in here. I'm ugly and I'm proud, coach. Hashtag ugly gang. Sometimes, guys, you guys don't really appreciate being ugly, short, skinny, and all of that stuff. I know it's been rough on you. Life has been rough on you. But if you're a guy who's a seven and a half, eight, eight and nine, all right, you think these guys got it made. Hence the Chad and Tyrone, right? All these Chads and Tyrones are taking up all the good girls, right? Right, I get it. Uh, but what's going to happen is you don't know how many bullets you're dodging. And therefore, if you develop a philosophy as a, a, a in a way to get women, like a, as easy as you can get them, right? I got money. You can actually get what you need and not have to deal with them. You know what I mean? Not have to deal with them because it's very much harder on ugly dudes. Life is hard. Women are hard on you. Um, you know, same thing similarly for many short guys. Uh, but what you don't understand is, is, um, is you don't deal with crazy women at that rate. You don't. All right. You guys think tall men have it made. And I keep telling you, they don't have it made. Tall guys, especially tall guys that are handsome, ugly tall guys have another problem. Um, they got, they got mad problems. Ugly tall guys. <laughs> Although they will get their foot in the door, they got mad problems too. But handsome, tall guys walk in a room. Now, let's just say this. I'm going to make it like this. You were in a room. How many people we got in here? You're in a room. 
Say it's you and a bunch of five ten guys. All right. So the women are going, oh, okay. Oh, man. Everybody's five ten, five nine, five eight, five seven. Everyone, it's nothing. Where are the tall guys at? Where are all the guys at? Okay. And then the tall guy comes in the room. And so let's say the room had 50 women and 50 men. All right. Everybody was five ten and below. And all the women were uh between the 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 look scale of four and eight. Okay, so. Y'all in there mingling. Here comes the tall, handsome guy. What's going to happen is the first women that are going to run up to that guy are the women who are fours, fives, sixes, and sevens. Buck tooth, knock kneed, sloppy yogurt, 49ers, busted Pillsbury biscuit cans, um, gap tooth smile, excessive makeup. They look like they from put their makeup on in middle school. Every. Every woman that that guy does not want. I'm sorry. Every woman that that guy, that he doesn't want none of them. Now, he'll smash some of them, but he don't have no time. He didn't get up and get dressed to deal with them. He didn't come out here. But what's going to happen is all of the ugly, short, everybody, all of us are going to look in awe. Damn, he got all the women. He going to deal with the psychos, the psychotic, the narcissist, and more than likely, he's going to leave with the psycho, <laughs> All right, The psycho six and a half, seven, seven, and eight. Or he'll come in, yet a lazy-eyed woman, he'll come in with a psycho seven on his arm or a psycho eight. You ever see the tall guy come in? He'll come in and he'll have the psycho girl. She's extra skinny. She came in with her slim leggings on and high heels in her makeup, and she's got her ponytail. He came in with her, and the four through sevens don't care. They're going to throw themselves at that guy, and he don't want none of them. And so these women are going to all leave disappointed, and he's going to be like, damn, there's nothing but ugly chicks in here and crazy girls because his standard, when he goes out, he didn't go out to pick up leftovers. He went out to go out and find somebody better than the seven that he's with or the eight that he's with. He's like, I'm hoping there's a fashion model in here. <laughs> it's a cruel, cruel game. And then what ends up happening is when all of the four through sevens fail with that guy, they look at the rest of us. They look at the rest of us like, who are you? We're losers to them at that point. We're looking at them like they're skeezers. It was like, y'all was giving none of us attention. Now she's over there like, and that's you. We like, don't come over here now. We know what your game is. Yeah, man, it's a cruel, cruel game. And then they come out here. I can do bad by my all by myself. And he comes out like, oh, by all these buck tooth, knock kneed, lazy eyed women always throwing themselves at me. <laughs> so it's a damn mess out there. So never think that uh, tall. And then the tall guys, they're, they're dealing with it, it. Not all tall guys, but they're dealing with the worst of the worst immediately. Eventually, they'll start messing around, and they don't take the best of the best. They deal with the worst of the worst because they don't have any way to distinguish who's who. And you know who's getting the best woman. I'm going to tell y'all, and this is a secret. It's not really, but this is a secret. You think the Chads and Tyrones are getting the best women? You think the tall guys are getting the best women, the dudes with muscles, the short guys, I don't, the players, the you know who are getting the best women? Old dudes with money. Or young dudes with money. 
they're getting the ones. They're getting the best ones. They're getting the best looking women. And they're getting them and they're somewhat cooperative because the women are like, we don't want to fumble this bag. Yep, we want to go on the cruise. Yep, we want to go on your yacht. Is this your yacht? <laughs> That's who they're doing. They want to get on the boat. And if they're a young dude with money, they killing it. They crushing it. They're getting all the feminine behavior. They're getting the good looking women, the best looking women, and they're giving them the least problems. Hi, daddy. Uh-huh, daddy. Thank you, daddy. Oh, daddy, kissing my bald head. Thank you, daddy. And they go out and shake their ass in front of y'all and tempt y'all and think y'all can get them and run up and you come up with your fake player, Matt Game, on them. They're like, man, 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 please, man. I ain't got no time. Please. Thank you for the drink. Thank you, baby. Thank you, baby, for the drink. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I don't owe you a conversation. Buy all of us drinks, all right? That's who's getting the best in America. That is getting, somebody said drug dealers, too. Um, they get cooperation too. Yeah. Drug. I, I suppose so. Yeah. But oh, men with money, they're getting the, they're getting the best looking and they're getting the higher quality and they're getting the best behavior back. They don't have to hold masculine frame. They don't have to hold masculine frame unless they're a super simp with their money. But what's going to happen is once he starts doing what he needs to do, cause what he, he doesn't have to really pay attention to her. Hey, why don't you go? Why don't you three? He'll show up. Hey, ladies. How you doing? Come on over here and sit at the table. The ladies are like, all right, we got one. We got a big fish. And I know women are sitting around going, nah, this ain't true. We don't do that. I see it all the time. I see it. Old dudes sitting at the table looking rich. All right. You ever see some old dudes looking rich? They sitting there, they ain't chasing nobody's ass around. They ain't cold approaching nobody. They sitting there with drinks, cigars, and plates of food. They barely even standing up from their table. They over there yucking. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Chilling, lounging. Hey, how you doing? They been there. They go to their standard place. They just sitting there. And then one of them, hey, how you doing, ladies? Why don't y'all come over here and sit down? And they, all the ladies going to take their little high heels, click, 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 click. They'll have a seat. I'm like, let's see what these guys are up to. Yeah, you know, my Corvette, you know, my yacht, my boat. Hey, ladies, you guys been on the boat. It's all calm and, ca you know, they got their little Rolex and whatnot. They all calm and casual. Hey, mate, ladies, you guys are really dressed up very nice. They treat them like a gentleman would treat a lady. Hey, ladies, you guys all need drinks. Buy the ladies drinks. You look like a classy one right here. What's your name? They asking them questions. <laughs> and it's all cool, calm, and collected. You know what? This weekend, we're going to go out on our boat this weekend. You know, you ladies are invited. You can come. All three of you guys. You have any more friends that you would like to bring? We'll have hors d'oeuvres. We'll have drinks. Why don't you guys come on out? It be fantastic. We're going out Sunday at noon. You're certainly welcome. No pressure, no high pressure tactics. It's okay, ladies. It's okay. We'll have enough fun out there. You're you're missing it. You're missing a great opportunity here. Uh, so, but you're welcome to no pressure. And then when they get in there, <laughs> then the girls get off the boat, fixing their bra. They stuff their hundreds in their bra. And then they go on out. See, now you didn't see nothing. From 12 o'clock to 4 o'clock, they went way out there in the marina. 
<laughs> and then your girl, now you hitting them up. Hey, man, I got that girl's number at the club last night. As she got home and she's taking her hundreds out, <laughs> you like, let me text her some text game. All right, let me see right here. I got her number right there. Hey, Veronica, this is your player, player, Mac, player, player that picked you up and ran that game on you, player, player. And then you send the text message and then your ass wait four hours for her to respond back. Oh, hi. <laughs> I'm letting y'all know how it works. Man, I used to, I tell you these stories here. I tell you these stories. Um, I once went with my girlfriend at the time who these, they roll in great circles. So one of the girls was dating this high level district attorney. No, he wasn't a district attorney because he wasn't a been rich. He was a defense attorney and he had just won this big case for a corporation. And he, it was like a $20 million payout in which he gets a certain percentage of it, which is a big, like six figure drop. So he was celebrating. So she was like, Hey, let's go to the club that he is. And the club that it is, it's in Newport Beach. It's called the Island Hotel. So we go to the Island Hotel. It's, I can't remember what the club was called. It was like Aqua or Aqua or something like that. So we go there. I'd never really been in a VIP like that. I ain't got no money. I'm a broke ninja with all these white girls from law school right, in Orange County. And then when we show up, it's these Persian dudes. This was the defense attorney was a Persian guy. And all of his Persian friends, you know what I mean? They had the Versace shirt with the lion on it, and they had the Versace loafers, you know what I mean? And he had his suit on, and he was extra mobbish with his hair slicked back. <laughs> we we go in there. We go in there. We go right into VIP. Hey, ladies, he got a bottle in his hand. <laughs> he got a bottle in his hand. He got his chest hairs out, and he was tall, right? So he come in there. Hi, ladies. Every one of the ladies kissing him on his cheek so we in the vip i'm standing up there we chilling we all chilling they they just getting girls come on in ladies ladies just coming on in the vip have a drink not one of them said you creep not one of them said no nah, no nah, i'm too good for you not one of them said not one of them said no and i'm watching from the vip everybody looking at us they looking at my black ass like how you get up there <laughs> they're like who are you i'm looking at them i'm standing next to my girl girls looking up at me trying to get me to uh get them up in the vip it was a big ass vip area it was in the center of the club so everybody's walking around us <laughs> and so i'm sitting there people just looking at me i could have walked up to anybody hey come on up here they would have came up i was with my girl at the time which I should have brought girls up. And every girl that came up there and there, oh, hi, how you doing? They just kissing them on the cheek. How you doing, baby? Hey, have a seat right here. Hey, get, get. And I'm sitting here going, is this how it worked the whole time? <laughs> this is, this is the secret. This was the secret. Now, listen, all the players in the max, y'all player Mac ass all the way in the corner, way outside the VIP, bending these girls ear. Uh, perhaps I'll give you my number. All right. <laughs> Just to get you away. It was layups. Layups, layups, layups. I was like, man, this is the easiest I've ever seen in my life. I ain't never seen this in a nightclub ever in my life.
Like I've never been on that side of the club. <laughs> I was the dude on the back of the wall, man. Hey, yo, you see that ass, Sean? Waiting for the girls to walk to the bathroom. Yo, Sean. Yo, baby. Man, you know what I would do with all of that wiggle and jiggle? Oh, my God. I will have that bend over, Sean. Sean, I'm going to go talk to her, Sean. Hold my drink, Sean. Hold my drink. I'm about to go talk to her, Sean. Hey, you going to the bathroom, baby? What's going on? Let me hit you with this pimping real quick. Hey, baby, what's your name? Oh, you got to go pee? Oh, okay. I'll wait for you after you pee. I'll wait right here by the door to hear you peeing and the tinkle in the toilet. And then when you finish done wiping, come see a pimping right now. All on the backside, on the dark side of the wall. You looking like a creep waiting outside the women's bathroom. They talking noise about you in the bathroom. You see that dude waiting outside the bathroom? This dude waiting for me. He nasty. They laughing at you on the inside of the bathroom. Ha ha and kiki. As soon as every woman that comes out, they looking at you. <laughs> laughing like. You got to figure out. You got to be in the right lane. It's crazy. But anyway, we had time today to go off. We had time. That is the secret. I got money. Get you a good network. Relax, chill, be at the right spot, know the spot like, like clockwork, know people there, get the best table. I'm not saying get bottles or whatnot, but that's going to get you in the drivers. It's going to get you very close. You're going to have the baddest broads up in there with, with no problem. <laughs> people want this ain't fair and this sucks. I don't know what to tell you. I've seen it. And I never will be able to unsee it. I never will be able to unsee it. I was like, I cannot believe that that it was Layup City. And they saw you with other girls. They didn't care. They wanted to be in there. <laughs> it was right. So old men with money are getting the best women, bar none. No question about it. Older men. Like, so say, for instance, the girl's 22 and he's 32 or 36. That's a that's the dynamic. And if he has a good crew and he has money, he's getting it. If the woman's 27, 26, and he's 49, 50, he's. And you know what else he's not doing? He's not sweating her. See, that's what you guys miss. You guys are sweating these girls and they don't like it. They like attention. But y'all be sweating them and follow them around the club and don't talk to this dude. Uh, real players don't, um, they don't care about that. He just want to get the peace leave. So he don't care if, if she getting numbers from dudes while she's in the club. He like, whatever, girl. All right. All you doing is when, when I need you, I need you to lay on that back. I need you to come on the boat. I need you to hit the VIP. I need you to be here when I need you. What you doing your time, baby, is your time. Because I'm sure I'm smashing. I don't need you. And I'm going to get another one to replace you. And that girl knows that. So she's going to play it for as long as she's going to play it. But y'all be sweating these girls and texting them long-ass conversations. Old dudes with money don't have no old conversation. Hey, sweetie, how you doing, baby? Are oh, you doing good? Great. Um, I was thinking, are you available Thursday night? Yeah, man, I got to fly out to Vegas on Friday. So, but I really did want to see you before I left. This will be fantastic. Maybe you can move some things around. Um, I have a great evening planned for you. I'm going to be with some guys. We're going to go to the Skyloft 
Hotel. They have a rooftop bar. It's going to be fantastic. Let me know if you're available. If she don't answer in an hour, what she might find out is that by the time she answered, oh, sweetie, I'm sorry. Um, We actually have our reservations filled and we don't have another spot. But look, when I come back from Vegas, I will pick you up and we will do something. I'm sorry. Um, I was mistaken about the amount of people in our group. So <laughs> so she's going to know next time, soon as daddy texts, I better make sure I get back to him so I can enjoy the time. But Charles says, baby, what you doing tonight? I want to see you. Baby, I'm yours. I'm singing outside the building. I'm going to rub my pimping on you. All right, let me dust off my PUA. <laughs> and, uh, oh, he tricking. No, you're not. He getting the best women. He's getting the best ones. And y'all walking around here hogging. <laughs> and, you know, his reservation filled up because she didn't answer on time. And he went and got another chick. That's why his reservations filled up. And so what you'll find out is when you get on this side of life, they're going to be contacting you. They're going to contact you. Hi, daddy. What you doing today? Can I see you today? Can I see you tomorrow? That's what you're going to find out. They'll be contacting you before you even have to rate. Oh, baby, how are you? Great. I'm glad you reached out to me because I was thinking about you. Well, listen. I can't meet up with you tonight. I am filled up. I have a work engagement that I get got to take care of, and it's going to go into the evening. But what we can do is we can get together tomorrow, and this is what I want you to do. I want you to put on your red dress and take off your high heels and some of that sweet perfume. It sure smells good on you. Slide on your lipstick. <laughs> Okay, daddy, I'll have it nice and shaved for you, ready to go. Mm. <laughs> All right, man, please, bro. Hey, we, I'll take you out dancing. And when he goes out dancing, he letting her dance. Hey, dance with that guy right there. I'm going to be over here chilling. Hey, did you have a good time dancing with him? That's fantastic. He's a great dancer. Uh, Let's go on and go home. But you guys are mad that that's the game. You guys are mad that that's the game. The reality is that's the game. I was in Vegas one time. I know I'm going off here. I was in Vegas one time and I saw this brother in a suit downstairs at the Red Rock Hotel and Casino. And so it was an older brother. He looked like he looked like Marcus Allen or OJ Simpson. Like I was trying to figure out who he was. Because he was a large, a rather large, like 5'10", 5'11", 5'6", like six foot, six foot. He was a larger black man, pause. And um, he had the little uh, teeny-weeny Afro haircut. Nothing spectacular, but he had this suit on, like he was going out. He was, stand, he was sitting by himself, but sooner after, uh, a tall, long-backed white woman, blonde hair, long blonde hair, in a red dress, came out. And she was looked like a model. Like she was not like everybody in there looked like dusty and broke. When you saw these two together, he looked like the black James Bond. And then this tall white woman came out, tall, high heels, long legs, mile long legs, long uh, L.A. confidential blonde hair. <laughs> and then he came out, he did like this. 
he was in his 50s for sure. He was in his 50s for sure. She was in her 20s for sure. Maybe like she was like 28, 29. She wasn't 22, but she was 28, 29. She might have been a hair over 30. And he went, he put his arm out. She put his hand right here. Clock, clock, clock. They went walking out to a uh, Uber X or Uber limo, like a, one of them big trucks. And I was like, I got money. I was like, wow. Y'all saw that, didn't y'all? <laughs> they barely said a word. He was all quiet and cool. He walked out like old big dudes do, like OJ. <laughs> he walked out. I was like, hmm. Well, perhaps I'll cold approach some of these land whales in here. He obviously has the best chick. <laughs> you know what I'm like? I was sitting there like looking at him like, wow, what's going on here? Hotel lobby. I was like, well, <laughs> let me work on my game now. All right. So anyway, all right, let's keep going. Uh, Adrian Real says the nasty boy gang is hitting it. Oh, yeah. Y'all was hitting a couple of them chicks in there. I know you nasty boys. All right. Harold Legermy says, coach, you absurd. I love it. <laughs> oh, man, it's bad out here. All right. It's bad out here. Thank you, Maryland guy, coach off topic. But I literally just got an email that said my student loan payment pause got extended through. August 31st. Price is wrong, please. It's not. They're going to have to sign some sort of loan forgiveness into uh, law. A&A Radio talked about this today. They'll have to forgive a good port, not a significant portion, but before they start the repayment plan, they're going to have to probably knock off five or 10 grand off of everybody's loan. For sure. I think so. So they won't start it back until they have something in legislation to uh, knock off a couple of five figures. All right, it's not going to help a lot of people, but some people will help. So ANA Radio was talking about that today, and I agree that that's probably what they'll do. Uh, Senior Oro says the sister is in is on a roll or in a roll. The others are beatboxing. Beatboxing. If you want to smash the nasty boys, will hashtag Coach Gang. He says where the motorcycle jackets at. All right, thank you, man. Uh, one of these days. Old dog says pro black Queens going to be mad at that one. Oh, just wait. I got another video that the Queens are going to really be mad at. They really mad at her on TikTok. Harold Legermy says these 304s busting it wide open and twerking at on the cotton gin. Hashtag in the streets. In the streets. In the streets since the beginning of time. Yeah, man. There's no such thing. Oh, they, all the women used to be virgins and they waited for weddings. No, they didn't. They used to have women that romped around in the hay. All right. And they were forced into Mary shotgun style. All right. So know your insight. Great content as usual. Coach, the 9-11 and four books motivating more men than you know. A sinful the P collaboration in the future would be great addition, be a great addition to the rest of your legendary collaborations. I actually like sinful the P. Um, I, I, I like listening to him. And I don't listen to him often, but I listen to him every now and then. And uh, he has some good uh, conversation and content. Um, and I don't agree with everything that he says, nor the, nor any man. All right. But uh, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Uh, Cody Marshall. Yep. Usually the women with the flatbacks. Yeah. Them flatbacks out there. And the thing about flatbacks um, that people are like, oh, you just like these white women, man. I'm telling you, dude. Uh, learning and understanding 
how to deal with white women is an art. I mean, because dealing with black women is a science. <laughs> it's a scientific discipline. Uh, because it's very exact. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Science is very exact, straightforward. All right, if you're not Pookie or Ray Ray, you ain't getting the best ones, and you're barely getting the middle or the worst ones. By the time they washed up, then you might have a chance. And that's you. But flatbacks, you can kind of finesse them, but they're finessing the hell out of you, right? You got to know what manipulation is. It's an art form. There's manipulation in there. She's super nice to you. Um, uh, she won't deal with you. They know how to let men off easy by being hypergamous. Uh, they're kind of like uh, very scary people, but they're very mousy. Uh, they're the least trustworthy on the marketplace. I'm just letting you know. They're, they're the least of all the women. The flatbacks are the least trustworthy, in my opinion, because they're very manipulative and mousy. They lean back on, they lean back on their, their, their princess. You know, they're treated like princesses in our culture. Um, and uh, the key to them is to not pedestalize them. They sneaky as hell. Do not pedestalize them. You got to treat them like they, like you're doing them a favor, but uh, which is hard to do. But people can do it. People can do it. But the people don't really get it. They think white women have a, 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 a easier way. And in a sense, they do. But what people don't understand is their competition. Their competition field is high. To be a white woman. Where there's 60 percent of the available women are white there's no uh and then in terms of the top tier men which in their community are chads and tyrones and uh high 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 earning men which is going to represent something like 10 or 15 percent of white men so those men can call their shot and but they're 60 percent of white women plus the 10 10 percent of asian women or the eight percent of asian women that white men can prefer and then the also the Latina women that they'll every now and then choose from and rarely ever the black women. So they got the call of their shot. So in their mind, the competition level is stiff. It's so stiff that they almost always look the same or similar. They always try to achieve the same thing. They'll all try to wear the same hairstyle. They're all same clothes. And they'll always try to all get the same body count, the one body, body type. If they don't have the same body type, they're almost eliminated immediately they have no chance at a top tier white guy so then they have to go to top tier black asian or latino guy which the asians is going to be too all right they'll be like ah like if if she's a smart like a smart uh artsy or a smart educated like white what well, she'll go for an asian guy Now, once they get older, the game opens up, right? The game opens up for a lot of other guys. Or if they've gained excessive weight, if they lacked on their education, if they happen to become a single mom, now you guys are in there. Now, a lot more guys can get in there because then you guys look at it as you won. Hey, I got me a good snow bunny. You didn't get no good snow bunny. You got a low rung. <laughs> if you put her amongst her people, she near the bottom. She ain't even, she's nothing like that. And she will even take pride in that. I'm nothing like those, you know, snobby Beckys. Yeah, you're you're out. You've been eliminated from that since middle school. You ain't in it. You is, you're nowhere near. You've been eliminated since middle school. 
So therefore, she's got to adopt another characteristic to be competitive, which means then she has to date men of other races or she has to uh, somehow reinvent herself. I think people who mimic those type of women, you're 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 barking up the wrong tree. You never want to compete with them. Because they have a whole level of competition that you don't have nowhere. You can't compete. <laughs> you cannot compete with them. They on a whole different level and they can't even compete with each other. That's how stiff the competition is. But now you're going to throw in your blonde wig or your blonde hair weave and then all of that stuff and think you're going to get in there. Never. Not for the top tier men in there. Never. Uh, trust me, I know. So now what you have to understand is then if you um, if you're dealing with one. You either if you pedestalize her, you're done, you're toast. If somehow she believes she's smarting than you or you're she you're she's doing you a favor. Hey, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have. Entre if you do that, you're you're toast. She's going to tear your ass up. Now, if she if she somehow thinks she's lucky to be with you. Then you might have good favor for a minute. But trust me, do not trust them. Do not do not trust her as far as you can throw her, bro. The mousiness in them is significantly high. I mean, they're untrustworthy. They they know how to master manipulate. They know how to bring on the tears. They know how to set your ass up. They know how to claim that they're depressed and suicidal and that they're going to kill themselves if you don't do certain things. They've been doing that to their daddy forever. I'm going to hold my breath until I die. Guys, they've been doing that forever, and everybody believes them. You're not going to get it over edgewise if it goes left. <laughs> I'm just letting you know what you're getting into. Now, in the middle of all that, they can play dumb with the best of them. They can play naive. They can play like they don't understand. I don't understand. What? I don't I don't understand. What do you mean? And I don't get it. I just don't. They can do that with the best of them. Even if they're very smart and got book knowledge and degrees, they can do that and run circles over you. But they're very moody. They're, they're, they do suffer from depression. And a lot of times, if you don't do your dirt, your background checks on them, you don't realize she snorted coke all through high school and college. I mean, I'm not saying all of them, but they could, but you would never believe it. You, you, yes, her. Yes, her. She smoked weed out. She hung with the basketball team and she did lines and she was in the, I, I, I had a roommate that was an eight and an Amy. I used to call her like an Amy or Becky. You would never know it. She looked like the girl. She looked like a, a girl on Beverly Hills, 90210. You would never think she did anything wrong in her life. Come to find out, she'd been in intensive therapy, which they had to hospitalize her for a great length of time when she was 16. She went to school with, um, like, the Paris Hiltons and the Kardashians and all of them. And she was uh, bulimic. She had eating disorders. She, I mean, this, this woman was out of her mind. I mean, I met her when she was, like, 29, something like that. No, maybe we were all younger. She might have been, like, 24, 25. But come to find out, she told me this story. Oh, yeah, I was in intensive therapy. I was hospitalized. I was about to off myself. And I'm sitting there like, what? All when she was 16. Then she said the counselor, the therapist, graped her. But then she was like, it was a, it was a consensual sexual relationship. But because she was young and in therapy, it was grape. And I'm sitting there like this here.
<laughs> I was like, Lord, have mercy. And so they've been through some stuff way before you showed up. Before you show up, they've been through some stuff. So people don't get it. Y'all think all of a sudden they're naive and oh, they never did anything. They've been sitting on a piece leave waiting for you. No, they didn't did dirt. They, they snuck out of their house. They snuck out of their house and got into their Ford, uh, their little Ford Mustang that they got for their 16th birthday. They crashed it. Going to see Chad. They got drunk. Well, we're, let me show you. They do this stuff, man, and y'all don't think it happens. Huh? Them? Huh? Them? Yes, them. Where's uh Josie? They do this stuff, and it's all cute. Josie in the bathroom and them. Where's Josie at? I can never find that on time. Oh, here it is. Oh, girl, I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love her. Yeah, don't do not compliment them. Do not be overly complimented. Oh, your hair. Oh, you're so beautiful. Your skin. You know how people do that. You're a princess. You're so pretty. Women even do that to them. Even black women. Oh, she's a pretty white girl. You guys do that to stop doing that to them. That's not going to get you any favor. The men that they deal with treat them like nothing. <laughs> because where they're from, they're one of many. It's going to work for a minute. I was actually watching a comedian. One time, a white comedian said this. So if you think I'm wrong about this, this is what this white female comedian said. So she was like, um, you know, you guys ever date black men? I'm watching her at the, um, what is the comedy club in Irvine? It's called, um, I can't remember what it's called. You know me with names. So this white comedian, she was a plain Jane, but uh, you could tell she'd been in these streets. She was like, um, you ever date black guys? <laughs> she was like, uh, black guys are so fantastic. She was like, one day, one time I broke up with my boyfriend, her white boyfriend. Uh, is it the Laugh Factory? I can't remember. No, it wasn't Laugh Factory. It might be the Laugh Factory. And so she said, um, I broke up with my boyfriend, white guy. He treated me like dirt and blah, 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 blah. It was a chat. And I was feeling so down about myself. And then I met this black guy. Oh, it's the improv. Yes, the Irvine improv. And she was like, and then I met this wonderful black guy. He, he's so nice. You guys need to get you a black guy because they tell you everything you want to hear. They tell you how sweet you are and how beautiful you are. And they, like she basically was saying they overly compliment. And she was like, it felt so good. And all, obviously she, right? But then she was like, essentially, but that's all they are good for. <laughs> like, I mean, that was basically like the conclusion. If you ever feel bad about yourself, date a black guy. That's basically what she was saying. If you ever feel bad about yourself, date a black guy. They'll make you feel good no matter what you look like. Now, this was a female, white female comedian saying this. I was like, yikes. I was sitting in there like, holy. <laughs> I was like, God dang, but it's true. You're going to be overly nice to them, overly pedestalize them. It's going to get you to a point, but it ain't going to get you nowhere. Eventually, she's going to trample all over you. So you got to make sure that you're not doing it. They're doing it to pick themselves up because in their competitive marketplace, they're getting trampled over. They're getting trapped. 15 pounds makes a significant difference in their life. 
in which your community, 15 pounds is a weekly gain. So you get nothing. You you can't even get the women. Well, well you guys are getting big. They're like, yep. I don't care if we're getting big. But in their territory, in their landscape, in their competitive marketplace, 15 pounds is a game changer. And so you see them walking down the street, running. You see them in a gym going crazy because they know if they want the top tier men, they got to be on point at all times. Even when they marry that guy, they got to be on point. They can't let their guard down. They can't relax one time. If you get a top tier man, she's like, I got to keep this guy. So when Kevin Samuel says, and they even these top tier men even cheat, exactly. Because this woman is like, as long as you come home and you keep me in this big ass house, I don't care what you do. Because the competition is that stiff. If she makes a big deal about it, then she's going to lose everything. And she ain't doing that. Yeah, she could divorce him, but she's going to be sitting out here on the streets. Okay. She lose out on her PTA. She lose out on her kids. She lose out on all that stuff. Now she's sitting in an apartment complex. She's sitting in an apartment complex because she went up there. How dare you cheat on me? They don't care. They're like, whatever. Just don't bring her around. Just don't embarrass me. Now, Tiger Woods. No, Tiger Woods' wife was cool with it until when? Tiger Woods' wife looked the other way until it got public. Now, when it was public knowledge and embarrassing her, she had to pull out. She was like, hey, I told you don't embarrass me. Now I got to pull out. Pause. It got too messy. It got in the tabloids. And then they start calling her phone. Yeah, she was like, nah, man, we can't do this. We can't do this. Look, now, now I got the, now I got to divorce you. Now I got to cut you. Now I got to cut you. <laughs> she was cool with it. She looked the other way. You think she didn't know? She knew what was up. But when it got embarrassing to her and it had to be like, okay, Elon, what you going to do? You going to stay with this dude? She's like, I got to cut you now. I got to hit you. I got to wrap this club around your head. Just stand still. So this is all lessons, guys. I mean, I know it's kind of hardcore, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, let's see here. Larry Portis, I got you. Did I get you? Coach, I have a buddy who was six foot four, good looking. Whenever I meet him and hit, uh, meet him and his out for drink. Oh, meet the woman. Him and his out for drink. She goes and finds girls for both of them. Don't know what kind of spell he has on her, but it works. We got money. Guys, dude, I, you guys don't know, man, in that community, um, especially with women, and this is what kind of Kevin Samuels was pointing at, and, and people mistook it for, what do you mean these guys cheat? In, in certain communities, especially wealthy communities, swinging, girls find, these wives and girlfriends, like I said, I got a girl that I deal with. She's 26. Maybe I think she's 25. She has a boyfriend. They go out there. They buy, they buy, she bisexual. He got girlfriend. She, she getting uh, her back blown out by me. And she's like, he's an engineer. He's a, he's literally an engineer. He makes six figures. She's 25. What is she going to do? Pull rank on him? Swinging is big in rich communities. And especially with men who are that guy. Every now and then he'll have a girlfriend. Why are you looking at other women? He'll get rid of her. He doesn't want to deal with that. Women better be open-minded when they are getting with higher status men. And this is why this video that we're going to show you is that some of these women think they're going to get the best man for themselves. No, you're going to be sharing your man at all times, whether you like it or not. 
And the if, if you don't like it, you're not going to get that man. That man is going to now not all top tier men are going to do this. They're going to do it in their own way or they're not going to do this. But the majority of them are. And it is what it is. They have the access. They have, they're at the top, the top of the food chain. You're not getting your own personal rich, wealthy man that's going to spend time on you. You're not. I'm sorry. So let me get to the video on this one. I know we've been rambling today, but this is one of those streams. Hey, shout out to the timestamp gang. Avery going to be like, coach, I don't even know what to stamp this bullshit. <laughs> Ladies, are you worth being in a relationship with or married to? Listen to this sister. Um, talk about it. So I've been looking at a lot of videos and going through the comment sections and just kind of seeing uh, women's takes and their perspectives on dating and relationships now. And I'm not going to lie. Some of those standards that you all feel as though you have placed are really just unreasonable and unrealistic expectations. So let's be real about this. It's not that men don't want relationships and it's not that men don't want to marry because there are a lot of men who still want that. It's just that they are attentive to what is going on now. So essentially, she said, the secret is out, ladies. You've exposed yourself. You've overplayed your hand. Uh, men don't want to get married to some of you women because you guys are out of your mind. All right. So this is what she's saying right now. So men have caught up, caught on because you've exposed yourself. So that's what she's saying. That is a huge sacrifice for men to marry. Let's be real about this. They know that they are more than likely potentially sacrificing their freedom, their resources, their ideas, sometimes their beliefs as well. If you look at it, many of them know that let's just say the marriage does not work. Who's the judge going to favor? So now she's getting into the legal aspect of it that women know, but they don't care that you're giving up because they're going to win anyway. So I don't care about all that. And then you go in and then they finesse you or they bait and switch you. And so they win anyway. So never believe, oh, I would never do that. Just go on and sign a prenup if you need to do all that. Second point I want to make is that she's talking about men's commitment is significant. And I've been saying that for us to commit is significant. For us to give up on other women is significant. For us to commit to you to come home you every day is significant. For us to give you a legal uh, commitment is significant. But some women are, why don't you want to get married? Any person that says that in 2022 is manipulating you. You have to know that this is a big deal for a man to do. So to just say, you should just do it and man up, it's dumb. It's actually manipulative. It's gaslighting. It's not, it's nothing to do with man. It's a big deal for me to do so. Especially if I got money or and I qualify. Most likely it's going to be the woman, especially if they have kids. So when a man is dating, he's paying attention to everything. You want to be pursued. You want a man to pour into your cup. You want a man to invest in you financially. You want him to invest his time into you, all of his resources, all of that stuff. But what are you investing into him? Men are going to pay attention to that. What do you do to fill my cup? If I am filling your cup, what are you doing to fill my cup? All right. So she's borrowing. She's borrowing the what do you bring to the table argument, which nobody can say anymore because the dumb response is I am the table. Right. So. She's she's using all the phrases and she's trying to come from our position, but uh, she's going to come off as a pick me and the women are going to say you off code here. And the men are going to say you're a chameleon and you're untrustworthy and and whatnot. I have to invest all of this into you, but society has conditioned you to the belief that you don't have to put anything into me. 
let's just be real about this. I'm going to take you up one further, okay? So many of you ladies don't invest enough into yourselves intellectually or spiritually or emotionally to be able to invest into some of these men. Well, that that's a, that's even a waste of breath to say. Most of the people, especially for high-quality men or high-value men, high-tier men, they don't qualify. They never will. I don't care what they do. All right, so just being real with you okay are you adding to his fruition are i never heard of adding to his fruition but are you supporting him no no that women don't support men anymore so that's a no i mean the overwhelming majority don't oh he's already seen that you are not someone he wants to make his wife he's already seen that so why would he go and pursue you to be his wife when he can just have you as a situation so women are making it easy for just to be in situations. So, yeah, I agree with that. And I already know some of you women are going to come in here and try to combat this idea. I'm fine with that. But let's be real about it. Men are seeing everything. Some of you women are irrational. Well, this is true. And we're seeing everything. Any man that's not seeing what's going on here, you're delusional. Some of you women allow your emotions to dictate your behavior. That's a, that's the truth. All right. So she's right now. Um. Uh, right now, she's pretty much giving red pill talking points. Emotional people, I can't deal with. I can't have you in my life. And so she's saying you're letting emotions dictate your behavior, which is always going to be an L. In my book, ladies, it's going to be an L immediately. Also, a lot of you women have allowed society to condition you. That's true. I mean, but this is most people. But that's certainly true. It's made people believe that women actually have the leg up in this situation. And it's ridiculous. I mean... I don't care how much strong and independent jungle juice you done drank. It ain't nowhere close. Now, you do uh, have the media and whatnot. All right. You do have the media and whatnot that are going to keep selling you hopium and selling you products as a result. But um, you don't have a leg up on this. It's a man's world. I don't care how much. <laughs> and many of you women compare your relationships and your dating experiences to those of your friends. So not only does he have to meet up to your standards but he also has to meet up to your friends unrealistic standards uh this is more of uh this is like um this is entry level red pill right here for most people but you have to remember most people are normies so i know people are saying oh she's a chameleon and but what you have to understand is in outside of our world this is this is big stuff all right this is a big conversation so many women aren't having this particular point of view and expressing it on platforms. There are some, but there are not that many. So we watch this on the regular so we can see what it is. But when this goes out to the airways of the normies, the deaf, dumb, and blind, knuckle-draggers, ham and eggers, and mouth breathers, NPCs, and normies, when it goes out to them, this is earth-shattering. Or unrealistic expectations as well because you tend to place those on the men you date? Come on now. Do some self-reflection to see. Maybe you're the problem. All right, maybe you're the problem. Um, you know, it is a challenging video uh, for people in this perspective. And uh, so this queen says the BWs. I, I don't know if she's talking about black women specifically, but typically when somebody's black talking on a platform, they're talking about black people. You know, so much so that if I put a white people on my thumbnail, they're like, what is this? You need to put black people only on your thumbnail. I'm like. Where's that rule? <laughs> Who says I have to do that? That's because content creators typically do that. But I don't like to speak to small populations of people. I mean, doesn't make sense marketing wise. 
<laughs> I mean, like, wait, okay, I'm gonna speak about six percent of women in America. Mm. Nah, <laughs> I'm like, why would I aim that way? But anyway, you do what you want to do. Uh, but typically, you're gonna get a lot of views if you do so. But you're gonna catch a lot of hell too, because in our country, you cannot talk about black women. I mean, they're the most protected. While being the least protected at all times, I mean, at the same time, really weird here. So the conversation is obviously she put put some uh, entry level talking points out there. She basically said, look at yourself. And that's absolutely true. Some people are really out of their mind with some of the expectations that they have. And um, if they don't look at the data and say that, uh, you know, the likelihood that they're going to get somebody of the tier that they think they qualify for is slim to none. It's slim to none. So, um, you know, it's interesting to hear things like that. But what I look at it as is I'm not saying, oh, she finally, women finally get it. No, it's an opportunity for the normies to hear it from women. Now, once they hear it, you want to see what the reaction is. And the reaction is what you need to tell. That's the what you need to get. Because now if then women come in there and then they combat what she says, then you realize there's no hope. There's no hope. I know you guys have hope that there's going to some way black women are going to come around or Western women are going to come around. Guys, it's done. It's just about over. Can I just tell you guys? It's just about the dating marketplace. Is has imploded. And there's no point that we're at the point of no return. It's not coming back unless we meet the five criteria of it coming back. Now, when I say it's over, I'm not saying it's over for everyone. But the majority, damn near all of us, it's a catastrophe. Not only is dating a, a catastrophe, relationships and marriage are a catastrophe. It, they're, they're, they're laughable at this point. It's laughable. And they don't last. That's the other last part of that. They don't last. So if you think about it, you can get into a relationship temporarily, but that's about it. You'll have a little thing, a little situation. You you'll go you'll go three to five years, and after that, it's done. And it might blow up and be an absolute uh, shit show, a dumpster fire. Now, if it goes longer than that, you can get it. But we're talking about small percentages of people that actually go longer than that. It can, but it absolutely, it probably won't. And if it goes that long. It still doesn't ensure you anything. Most people do not stay married over 13 years. 13 years. Nobody, not many people do that today. They'll be divorced by then. The vast majority of them will be divorced. So anyway. Now, if you think that's okay, oh, well, at least I got 13 years and two kids out of it. Okay, that's fine. All right, uh, Sean Christopher sings in the boys and men voice, it's so hard to say goodbye to the community. Man, I got up out of the community. What you need to do for black men that are looking to, um, what do they call it when the people, remember the communists, they would leave their country and come here and they declare that they left their country. I can't remember. Um, but the word is, but you literally, I know a lot of brothers can't do it because you have family and you live in a city like Atlanta and Birmingham and you, you can't get away. 
not refugee, defect. Defect is what I meant. Yes, thank you, brothers. You defect. A lot of people can't defect from the community, but a lot of you men need to defect. I mean, I'm just letting you know, not all of you can defect, though. But you really have to change who you are, and people are going to hate you for this. I'm letting you know. You're going to catch all kind of hell. But you're going to have to be able to survive outside of the community. If you can't do it, this is going to be difficult for you. But um, many of you need to defect because most of you, many of you don't have a shot in hell. All right. Just of a relationship at all with any woman in that community. You don't have a shot. All right. So you probably need to develop another game plan or you're constantly going to be making videos. I see these content creators sometimes, you know, uh, the black woman needs to do. I'm like, you're wasting your breath. What these black women don't understand, I'm like, bro, you wasting your breath. Stop. Don't even, why are you even trying to hit? Because you really want one. I get it. The blacker the blair, the sweeter the juice. But y'all need to try out another group of women, right? <laughs> Just letting you know. Try out something else. Go get you a gordita and let her put her big fat sausage fingers all up on your chest. All right. And let her cook you some street tacos. She'll treat you a lot better, but you're just going to have to bring her in there to the family reunion. When y'all at the barbecue, you're going to have to bring her while she waddles in, and you're going to have to tell her why she's much better than all of y'all. Or you're going to have to go get you a Ling Ling, or you have to go bring you, get you a white girl. That's going to be your thing. Now, I'm going to just let you know, you're going to run into problems still. However, to say we're going to keep the black family together, it's, 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 it's ludicrous. I mean, they need you to have that mindset. That's the only way they can continue to get away with what you know they're getting away with. Because you're going to come in and, here I come to save the day. I'm going to save the black race. Well, our numbers are going down. Look at this. All right, so we need to start pairing up. We need the black men and black women to get together. and We need to get, bruh, it is done. It's smoldering at this point. Can you see? They dropped the nuke bomb on it. I'm sorry to tell you. I know I'm. But the dynamic between these two people, these two groups of people are done, especially if you're not a top tier guy. And even if you're a top tier guy, it's it's rough. It's rough on you. So um, I don't know what to tell you guys, man. I don't know, man. I I wish it was different, but it's not. So you're going to have to defect. (laughs) <laughs> you're, gonna have to, you're gonna have to defect and you're gonna have to find a new way and and learn a new way to conform i'm not you can sell out i don't care what the hell you do but you're gonna have to start stop speaking the done language and stop sagging your pants to this week you need to go to banana republic and get you a couple pair of khakis <laughs> get you a couple pair of khakis and uh Go on and watch Undercover Brother. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and then, you know what else you're going to have to do? You're going to have to stop liking big booties. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's Thursday. This is a casual show. Don't blame me. I'm off script. I'm off script today. Stop liking big, thick monster booties. You're going to have to go into a little bit something, a little bit more streamlined you're gonna have to go and go into something more streamlined because if you're weak for the booty you'll never defect you'll never defect 
And then you're going to see a big booty in there. Remember, they don't trust a big button to smile. You're going to have to start going a little bit, something a little bit more wider and maybe a little flatter. But if you like the big old rump, I mean, you're done. You can never get out. You're, you're stuck there. You'll never defect because you'll never find a butt like that outside of the, that, the community. You're never going to do it. I know. Some, see, y'all not going to be able to do it. <laughs> you're not going to be able to do it. Somebody says, I'm done. I'm going back. Then y'all going back. I had y'all brothers. Y'all was listening to. Y'all was like, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But if you like the booty, you're done. Just go ahead and stay. You're not coming out of that good. You're done. I mean, you're you're forever locked in. <laughs> I mean, this is why brothers then they start pogging and start getting the big old, you know. This is when y'all start doing that because you're trying to find a way to somehow stay in the big booty territory. Look, brothers packed their bags. They was like, Coach, we was ready to pack up. Now you said, now you said we got to give up the big booty. I'm out. That's what's keeping, hey, that's literally what's keeping y'all there. There's nothing else. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, sisters, don't be offended. Just send me feed pictures. All right, just send me feed pictures. I know y'all offended. All right, Michael Frantentoro in here. He says, figuring out how women are programmed was the toughest RP to swallow, preach coach. Yeah, you guys better figure it out, man. The programming is really real. And uh, you won't figure it out until you're in a tough point of a uh, conversation. They will they will disguise themselves long enough. And then you'll get to a situation where you'll be like, damn, did you see that damn Lizzo? How dare her walk around with her ass out? And now this person that you were cool with, you then went on three months worth of dates. You finally committed to her and deleted your Tinder. You, you committed to her. You told all of your Facebook that y'all in a relationship. This person now is going to go full-fledged feminist on you. What do you mean? She's ridiculous. I love Lizzo. You'll be like, I'm sorry, what? She can do whatever she wants. It's women's rights, and this is empowerment. You're going to be like, hold on for a second. Hold, hold on for it. Am I hearing you right? Do you see how ridiculous she looks? She's putting, a, she's putting a black eye on everybody. You cannot support something like that. I support all women's ability to go out and look as ridiculous as they want and not be objectified, and we should not be contained with these standards of beauty. You're going to be like, oh, my God, no. You didn't move her in already? <laughs> like, how did I make this mistake? This can't be true. This is really you? Yep. Any issue that comes up, you're done. You're going to feel like she, she completely goes right back to programming after she didn't convince you, I'm not like all those other girls. You're like, oh, shit. She is like these other girls. You got to go. All right. Yeah, you realize you screwed. You realize you screwed. I can't believe you would say something like that. You're a racist, misogynist. How dare you? How dare you? And you're also a phobic. You're a multiphobic. You're a biphobic. 
she started calling you names. She's like, oh. I thought when I told you I was red pill, you said you were red pill too. <laughs> You're done. Freedom Podcast, thank you for your great work, CGA. Out of the gulag. Oh, did you get thrown in the gulag? Oh, man. Herbert Collins, uh, great content, CGA, blesses up, bless up, support, hashtag support. Cody Marshall, I remember witnessing me uh, dancing on women. Then they ended up with the guy with money, me when I was hanging out on Bourbon Street when I was younger. I know people don't want to talk about this. I'm going to have to get Minister Jap. Well, shout out to Jap. We're going to have to really understand. And this is not for every woman. Not every woman are going to do what we are talking about here, but how the, how the scale works, if you're new here, the scale works like this. Nines and tens belong to the community, not the community. They belong to a community of men that have massive amounts of resource resources. Now, you're not going to see these people quite often in your daily life, especially if you don't live in a big city. You're not going to see these people. Now, if you live in a small city, what you are seeing are not eights and nines and tens. These are sevens. These are sixes worldwide and nationwide. They're just very attractive in your area, somewhere in Kansas City, somewhere. Um, but um, the real high heavy hitter, nine and tens, if you go on seeking arrangements, they in their profile, it says, don't even ask if you can't afford. Like, if you can't, if you have to ask how much, don't even hit me up. The modeling industry, the acting industry, the rapping industry, the higher tier women, they're going to rotate. They're going to do the, they're going to do their dirt where you ain't never going to see it. As a matter of fact, the circle you run in, you will never see them. Every now and then you might see them at the grocery store on their off day from juggling sugar daddies. You'll see her at the grocery store and you'll be like, wow, she's phenomenal. She'll be completely dressed down, no makeup, hair back in a ponytail, and she'll be in yoga pants. And you'll think you score. Oh, I can look at this wonderful woman. I think I got a chance at her. Now, if you've seen her dressed up, you'll be like, I ain't got no chance in hell. <laughs> all right. So these particular groups of women, flight attendants, all right, all of these things, they flight attendants on luxury liners. They're flight attendants on charter flights and charter planes. They ain't flight attendants at Southwest. All right, so in your circle, you never see them or rarely ever see them because while you're at work punching the clock, they don't wake up till 11 o'clock in the afternoon because they're going to drop off anybody's sugar daddy at six in the morning and they went back to bed. All right, and so you don't see them because they at Whole Foods at 1130 in the afternoon and you on your lunch, 15-minute lunch break, eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. All right, so... <laughs> You don't see them in your day-to-day. -day. And if you do, and you just happen to be in the same place, you ain't going to be around them. You better hope you bump into her, walk into the bathroom. So nines and tens belong to the community. And you, as such, you've seen this come out lately. Harvey Weinstein, Epstein, all of these women that have surrounded themselves by rich men, all of a sudden, oh, he did this and he did that. You ain't never seen hide nor hair of these women. Okay. And you ain't got no chance in hell. And damn sure you ain't ever going to cold approach them. You look like an idiot. Thank you, sir. She'll pat you on the head and, and keep bouncing. All right. So with that being said, eights are wannabe nines and tens. They think they're nines and tens, but they just the eight. Okay. We'll go by Kevin Samuel scale seven. All right. Or non-existence. Then you go to the sixes. 
the fives and the fours. That's who you see, guys. That's who you're on. Six, five, and four. All right. That's what you see on a daily basis, the regulars. That's who you see at the gym. That's who you see. Oh, I got a finance. That's who you see. And all of these four 49ers, fives and sixes, they think they're eight, nines, and tens. This is the people who got interviewed. What are you? I'm a 10. Are you crazy? Mm. You're not. You're not a 10. <laughs> right? I've seen the 10s. You ain't it. Anyway, shout out to Solomon. Solomon Harris. So, did they did they kill my stream? <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. The sound is off. Hold on. Up. They took my stream down. So, did they did they kill my oh, stream? Oh, I can hear me. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. The sound is off. Hold on. I up. hear it. They took my I can hear it. That was the playback. All right. Refresh it. Refresh the stream. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Solomon Harris, shout out to you. Joshua Moon, hit the like button or be a stepdaddy forever. All right, be a stepdaddy forever. Shout out to the future stepdaddy. All right, uh, you know, this is one of those streams. I know people are not happy about the information, but it's true. Cognac Stories, Kansas City. Speaking of, I finally caught a live, my man. CGA, you've been on fire. Keep up the good work, brother. Appreciate you, Cognac Stories, Kansas City. Robert Moreno, free agent lifestyle, baby. Uh, we are almost due. What did we see here? Um, the agency NYC. Thank you for being here again. All right, my I can hear on my side. On my side, I can hear. Let me see some watch. YC, thank you for being here. That's again. the playback. All right. Uh, Harold Lagermi says, Coach, you're trying to get canceled. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, man, you know, I'm not trying to cancel. I'm trying to get people to hear my point of view. Young Viking says, SYSBM, no more pigs in a blanket. Robert Moreno, what about Dominican women, coach? I mean, what about them? I mean, I think the game has been, I, I think they know what's going on. That's the thing about uh, right now, the travel brothers and the guys that are going overseas and just realize and discover how beneficial a passport is, you have to understand, once you go to places like Porta Plata, and once you go to places like that, once you touch down, everybody knows what's up. The Dominican women know what's up. So don't think that they ain't know how to, what the hell's going on here. Now, because of their conditions, they might play the game with you a little bit. A lot of travel guys won't tell you that some of these women that they're dealing with are prostitutes. Okay, they're not going to tell you that. They're just thinking that uh, they're going to make you believe that, uh, oh, these women just falling in love. All right, or treating you well and they're more feminine. I mean, you're going to get, if you're from Atlanta and you go to Dominican, you're going to get better treatment from women that look similar to the women that you just left. So if you had your choice, I would go with Dominican women, but you still got to you still got to overcome some hurdles. You're not just going to touch down and the women going to be jumping on you, all right? They know what's up and they you know they know what's up. Uh one more thing is these European men have been on this game with Dominican women way before you brothers have been on it. Okay. 
So close the app, reopen it. Hey, um, same thing with Thailand and the Philippines and whatnot. See, what I'm going to tell you is, and I've been to many of these places. When you go there, you're going to see brothers there, a lot more brothers there. But these European men have already been doing this. <laughs> they already been doing this. When I went to the Dominican, I went to um, Puerto Plata. And um, I went to this resort. You know, I was at a resort. I woke up first morning. I woke up first morning. And I'm on the first floor and there's three floors. I look outside my window. And there's an old ass white man. On a patio. Ha having breakfast. And he's got his coffee and all of this ish. And I look and on the same patio had to be one of the youngest <laughs> looking Dominican women that I had seen since I've been through the airport. Having breakfast with this old ass white man. And I was like, damn. So I was like, hey, what kind of deal is this? This is fantastic. I was like, where'd he get her from? I was like, here we go. It's going to be like that the whole trip. Nope. The majority of the people that you're dealing with are women that know what was up. All right. And do not go out. If you're traveling by yourself, do not take your ass off that resort and think you're going to go finesse women. You better have a posse full of dudes with you because them Dominican brothers will do some things for you. And you guys got to understand when you're in the Dominican, it's they rules. You're on their turf. And they know if you're uh, crazy ass out here trying to come in there and just steal they women. It ain't like that. When you where I stayed, you walk past hotel resort after hotel resort. Dudes is standing out there with full ass automatic, semi automatic weapons in front of the hotel guards. I went on a horseback ride, and in the middle of the ride, everywhere we went was dudes standing there with AR 15s and AR 10s and whatnot. It ain't no game out there. It's not a game. I want to tell brothers that want to travel. It is not a game. Do not go out there and play dumb. Do not go out there and think you're just going to go out there and take over. Uh, you're going to end up doing pay for play. <laughs> That's what you're going to end up. <laughs> uh, now, Colombia is quite different. Like, um, quite different. It's a little bit, a little bit more different. But Dominican, don't go out there thinking you going to just run out there running game on hoes and uh, just... Just finessing. Don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah, David Ortiz went out there and he the man out there and he did that and he got the piss in a bag the rest of his life. Doing exactly what you brothers think you guys gonna do out there. It's they don't play games out there, brothers. Shout out to my Dominican brothers. They do not play games. So when you go out there, um, somebody said they ain't loaded, the Dominicans will shoot themselves. <laughs> um when you go out there, go with a pack of people if you're going to play that game. Go with like four or five brothers. Um, be safe with each other. Watch each other six. You know, uh, do that. If you go by yourself or with one other dude, just stay near the resort and get the women to come to you, right? <laughs> do not go out there in them streets of the Dominican. You will get messed up. And the Dominican girls ain't dumb. They're not just sitting there waiting for Americans to show up. And if you do get in that part portion of the game, just know when your ass leave, 
that ain't your girl. She's going to do the same thing with more dudes that come in. I just want to clarify that for a lot of guys. They think they're going to go out there and find feminine women and they're so ignorant to Western culture. They got Instagram too. They got Instagram. When I left the Dominican, I left with several women's Instagrams and I was like, oh, they they hip to the game. They hip to the game too. Shout out to, uh, somebody said, do not go solo. If you go solo, stay your ass out the resort. If you, if you tip off the resort, you better be, you better be watching your back and going in and out and get in, get in and out where you at. All right. It's a cool place to go though. I will tell you to go, but don't not go out there acting like people dumb and don't know women are dumb and they don't know what you're doing. And the men for that matter, don't do it. Uh, some that, shout out to JS says I'm convinced most BWs are NPCs. Is that true? Yeah, they. It's I don't know. Um, NPCs. Uh, no, I think they're a little bit more intelligent than that. I think that they're they definitely don't let you know where their allegiances lie, and they try to make you believe they're cunning. They're cunning people. All right, Tori, never underestimate women, guys. I'm just, this is my whole point. I, you guys really underestimate. So, yeah, they're plugged in, but they're plugged in because they need to be for their survival. But they're cunning, man. They're smart. And they're more, they're smarting. When, they, when I say they're smarter than us, they're smarter at manipulation and emotion than us. That's just the bottom line. They get us to do all the work for them. Think about it. They way better at this. This is why the whole game thing, I'll be seeing some of these people talk about running game. I'm like, dude, man, you can't even, there ain't no way. Especially if they're a white content creator. All I have to do is, all right, show me what you would do with black women. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 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 game. Okay, okay. Um, Hey, uh, Mr. White content creator, what would you do right here to this Latina chick? Show me, show me what you would do. This Dominican chick. Show me what you would do with to this uh, Puerto Rican chick and this black chick. Let me see that shit. R- run it out there. Them girls have been dealing with games since 13. Because they bodies then develop real quick. So they've been dealing with dudes and older dudes for a hot minute since middle school and eighth grade and ninth grade. Black women and Puerto Rican, Dominican women, they've already developed early. So they already been dealing with older dudes. Since- and here your dumb ass come. Hey, man, I'm like, show me the game on them. You even have white content, a black content creators that won't deal with black women in, on game. Show me, show me. Anytime they run a game, it's with a white woman. See, this is what I'm going to tell you. And then they run, oh, and she's just standing there dumb. Oh, duh, 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 duh. All right, show me a game on the black woman then. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah, until y'all finessing and fl- finessing the hell out of Puerto Rican, Dominican, and black women, I don't want to see, I, I ain't seeing shit yet. I ain't seen nothing. You ain't said a damn thing to me. <laughs> All right, here we go. Because they smarter than you, way smarter than you on that one. All right, Tori Reed is in the building, his new member. Mad Will in the building, shout out to you. The agency NYC, come on, coach. There are plenty of big booty females that are not from the community all over Latin America and Eastern Europe and the Middle East. 
You will be shocked at the rears at many of the Middle Eastern women. No, I'm not shocked. Yeah, females. Yeah, I'm not shocked. You're absolutely right about that. But do not go play games in the Middle East either. I mean, so some brothers think, man, do not mess with Middle Eastern women like that. They family roll deep. Do you realize what's going on? See, brothers been used to dealing with women without fathers. But when you got to deal with women with fathers, the game is different. When you got to deal with women with successful cousins that are probably wealthy and rich and doctors and dentists, and you're going to come in with your ghetto hood hood game and run, you're not going to do it, bro. Not with no Middle Eastern women, you're not. And you're going to run game on Eastern Europeans? That's like... They're the black women of Eastern Europe, all right? So they know game, too. They know the finesse, too. And then Latin American women don't play with them either, man. I'm just saying. They got ranchero fathers. They got cousins everywhere. This is the problem that we're trying to say. Oh, I'll just go over here. But do not go over there and mess around. You're going to go to Iran and mess around and come up missing. (laughs) You're going to mess around and come up missing. Because they take their women seriously. Robert Moreno, Roberto Moreno, audio is going in and out. YouTube is trying to shut you down. Robert Moreno also says uh, audio is good. I closed the app and opened it up again. All right. Thank you, man. All right. And here's one more thing. Uh, They already kind of know what you're doing. Like, it's no secret. You know, we we trying to do the player Mac thing, right? So they already know what's coming and they're watching you like a hawk. So do not come up missing. And your homeboys ain't going to get your back when the Middle Eastern dudes gang up on your ass. I have Middle Eastern female friends and some that I messed around with. None of the family knows that I messed around with her. She made sure do not tell anybody. And I showed up the family functions and whatnot. They like make sure nobody knows. Oh, here's my friend. They like do not tell everybody because all their cousins are around. And if that family got one whiff, they would be turned. They would turn on me quickly. It would get ugly up in there. <laughs> I have to ch- run out of there with my kebab and my rice and my onion and be out of there like this. They don't play when it comes to their women. But black, unfortunately, the the Martin Luther King community, there's none of that going on. Everybody, nobody has fathers. Nobody has backup. You might deal with some pooky cousin every now and then, and he'll come bring his gangbangers over. Only if she paid him $400 to flatten your tires, maybe, and drive by, shoot up your place. That's the worst you might get. These rest of these people don't play. They don't play with messing around up on a women. So you guys got to be careful. Brisk Clown says, as uh, as of May 1st, Colombia may lift the restrictions on the poke. I got money. We here, man. We here. Shout out to you. Appreciate y'all for getting in here. It might be a slow Thursday for the coach. So I'm going to go get ready to have some fun. <laughs> and, uh, it is what it is in here. Hopefully, your audio was better. Shout out to the coach gang. We'll leave you with Uncle Earl. Here comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's, that's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. 
First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double bass shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You don't want to be committed. I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.